RadioInfluence.com. Saving America, it's up to us, is the topic we'll intently and intensely hammer home in this episode of United Patriots Uprising with Gary Bentry. I'm your host, Gary Bentry. Thanks for joining us. Sadly, our nation is split and divided, and it's river-wide. Those of us who desire to have an America centered around God, family, and constitution are terrified seeing the devastation of our nation currently in the hands of Marxists looking to take us to socialism at best, communism at worst. This Democratic Party leadership is supported primarily by two factions, radical leftists who live by the mantra, it's never about the issues, it's always about the revolution, and the useful idiots, as Lenin and Stalin call them, who think it's about the issues, not realizing it's about the revolution. In this podcast, we'll expose the threats to our freedom and liberty and provide possible solutions for we the people to take back this country with guests Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, my pillow founder Mike Lindell, John DeLemme, founder of the Conservative Business Journal and Podcast, Lucretia Hughes, host of Real News with Lucretia Hughes, and Loud Majority founder Sean Farish. That's quite a lineup, right? But there's no but there's more. You'll also hear from a caller who insisted he wasn't President Trump. This podcast is available on radioinfluence.com or your favorite podcast platform. A great way to show your support is by subscribing to this podcast. Give it a rating and a review and be sure to tell your friends about the broadcast. Well, America, I'm going to make this short, and unfortunately, it won't be sweet. How do we get out of this mess? How do we flip the script in a positive direction? We can't count on the Republicans. We can't count on the military. We can't count on the courts. And President Trump no longer is in the White House, so we can't count on him. Saving America, it's up to us. So let's get into it. My first guest doesn't need an introduction, but he's going to get a big one anyway. He's a retired Army general with more than 33 years of military service. We thank you for that, which was capped by being named as director of the Defense Intelligence Agency, making him our nation's highest serving military intelligence officer. After becoming a private citizen in 2014, he served in a variety of educational, business, and nonprofit roles, among them continuing to support veterans' organizations nationwide. After serving as a foreign policy advisor to several Republican presidential candidates, General Flynn was appointed and served as the national security advisor to President Donald J. Trump. That was in January of 2017, and we all know what transpired as General Flynn a month later was put through an insidious ordeal that no United States citizen should ever have to endure. We won't muddle through the gory details. Let's just fast forward to the ending where Lieutenant General Flynn was issued a pardon by President Trump on Thanksgiving Day 2020. He holds not one, not two, but three master's degrees 
is the recipient of numerous military intelligence and law enforcement awards. He's a national best-selling author and the chairman of a 5013C nonprofit called America's Future. He was a guest on this show when it was a live broadcast, hung out with us for nearly an hour. I thank you for that. And I'm elated to have him back to let us know what we can do to help pull our nation out of this destructive rabbit hole. I am happy to bring back to this show, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. Thank you, Gary. Thanks for having me on. And uh, to your audience and everybody that listens to this, you know, across the country or, or worldwide, we need to basically... You know, my big phrase, Gary, is local action has a national impact. And if we we the people don't uh, see what is happening to the country, this is not politics as usual. This is not a uh, there is no other time in our nation's history that have that we have been through that are that's that are like the times that we're in right now. The you know, the the, the presidency of our nation was stolen for that. I'm probably be accused by the. Department of Justice of being a domestic terrorist, but they all know it. They they know that the, the the level of fraud in our election was was grotesque. Actually, it wasn't it wasn't just a little bit here or there, and and any bit of fraud is unacceptable. And now what they're doing with this uh, this lying and this deceit of the uh, responses that they're forcing the country to go through with with this uh, COVID. Uh, pandemic that we see. Uh, th- these are just elements in a in a state in a stage of warfare that our country is going through uh, because there are there are a small group of people that uh, want to take this country over and turn us down this path towards socialism and Marxism and communism. And it's very real. And I think people can feel it. People can see it because everybody sits there and continues to say, well. You know, this can't this can't last or, you know, what's going on? I can't believe that this is happening. People need to start to wake up and they need to start to get involved in their communities and they need to take a stand. You know, I just I've watched in the last two days, uh, two police officers. One was a state trooper. I'm not exactly sure the other gentleman. I just finished watching it this morning who were signing off for the last time. The, the state trooper up in the state of Washington was signing off for the last time after, I think it was 22 or 23 years. The gentleman this morning was signing off for the last time after 19 years of being a law enforcement officer, you know, at a, at a very, in, in a very senior level of, of uh, service. And they're signing off because they're being forced to take a vaccine, you know, an experimental uh, uh, vaccine uh, that they don't want to take. You know, they don't want to take their healthy people. They they there's no risk to them. They are in they are every day. They're involved with with uh, cases of, of rescuing people. They follow all the other protocols. So those are two examples of two great citizens of this country who have taken a stand and they are risking everything. They're risking their livelihood. They're risking their families, you know, wealth over the coming years. They're risking the, 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 you know, what they decided to do in life to become law enforcement professionals, to be able to take a stand against this health tyranny that we are facing. So anyway, I, I you know, I don't want to, I don't want to manipulate your, uh, your show, Gary, but I, I want people to know that listen to you and listen to this, you know, Patriots Uprising show that, 
people no longer can just sit there and listen. They have to get up. They have to take a stand and they have to go decide what it is that they're going to do for their communities. Don't worry about Washington, D.C. Don't worry about Tallahassee, Florida or Providence, Rhode Island or or, uh, you know, or Austin, Texas. Don't worry about the state's capitals unless you think you can do something there. Worry about your community. Worry about your parish. Worry about your town council. Worry about your school board. I mean, look at all these school boards. Look at what we're learning about school boards across the country. They've been taken over by a bunch of socialists, and they're teaching filth and pornography to our children, and they're teaching this other nonsense called critical race theory, and they're turning our 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 children into a bunch of, you know, frankly, a bunch of racists. That's what they really want to do. They want to, they want to divide and not unite. And that's really what their, uh, their sort of 60,000 foot level is to continue to create this, this divisiveness across the country by separating people into categories of, you know, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated, those that, that want to, that, that, that accept, uh, you know, these racial theories in our school systems. And if you don't accept them, then you're a racist, right? That, that think of things like Black Lives Matter as an example, I say, I've said this very publicly, Black Lives Matter has nothing to do with color. It has everything to do with ideology. It's a Marxist ideology. So mm-hmm. anyway, I could go on and on. Uh, I know we don't have too much time here uh, today, Gary, but I uh, appreciate you allowing me to come on your show. I appreciate you coming on and feel free to manipulate the show. That's why you're here. We want you, you, you know, from the inside out, what is actually going on in this country. So that's why I want you to talk about what you think are the dangers to this country and how we can solve them. So how much trouble are we really in? Because some people say we're already socialists. Some say we're on the verge of a communist takeover. Some say China is running the country. Some say this, that, and the other thing. Where do you see this and how much danger are we in and how do we get out of this? Well, the the real danger lies in the potential for the American people to become so apathetic and and decide, ah, this is this is you know this is the way things go. We're gonna go ahead and accept this. Now, I know that there's going to be some percentage of Americans that are gonna just accept it because they don't want to be bothered. You know, as long as nobody's bothering me back in my you know, my, my hometown area, uh, you know, but yeah, the, every, every single citizen in this country is being bothered right now. You cannot have, you know, a 5.6 or 5.7% inflation rate. When we talk about the price of gasoline, or we talk about the price of a gallon of, of milk, or we talk about the price of a loaf of bread or to go grab a breakfast down at the local, you know, breakfast joint, you know, used to be, you know, you could, you know, you could used to pay, I mean, only a year ago, you might only pay less than 10 bucks for a, you know, some eggs and, uh, and bacon and some home fries and a glass of, a glass of orange juice. Now that price is probably double. So people who feel apathetic and go, ah, it's not really bothering me. It is bothering you. You're not even able to travel the way you used to be able to travel. Driving down, driving down the highways now and crossing state lines is going to start becoming more difficult because they are going to institute, they are going to attempt to institute a, a, uh, a an ID type system, a vaccine type system that says if you want to get anywhere in this country, you're going to have to show proof that you were vaccinated. I mean, we're but yet yet in a in a bill in Congress 
in this HR one, this this House Resolution one, they they want people to be able to vote without a without a uh, an identification card. I mean, th- th- there's an insanity to what we are facing, Gary. And you say to yourself, this can't be true. Well, it is true. This is exactly. I mean, read read and get involved and dig deeper into the kinds of things that that uh, that we are facing. So. So the greatest danger is when the American people decide to do nothing. That's the greatest danger. And that's a, that's what I, you know, that's sort of my my thing personally uh, is, you know, is to not is to not lose hope, not lose focus, not lose sight, not lose um, a, a, a clear laser uh, sighting on the priorities that I believe we need to have in this country. And those priorities are really these are America first you know, priorities. And, and basically my number one thing is to make sure that people understand the constitution is the right direction for this country. And we have to restore the basic elements of our constitutional rights and privileges and values as Americans as the right direction for this country. And we have to raise up, we have to raise up, I think, awareness of the basic liberties, right? The basic liberties that we have, it's, it's more than just life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It's, it's our, our election security. The sacrosanctity of our election system is at risk. It is definitely at risk. And, uh, and everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. I mean, they, you know, the, the left, the right, the center, the libertarians, the progressives, the communists, the, 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 uh, the conservatives, the Republicans, the Democrats, everybody knows that our election security and our election system and processes is at risk. We also have to have and continue to have medical freedom and medical choices in this country, right? I mean, people shouldn't be dictated to what you're going to do. And frankly, uh, any of these, um, these things that they're, that they're doing to the sovereignty of our bodies, right? I mean, my body, my choice, right? They're, when you look at your body, your body is a sovereign piece of territory. And, mm-hmm. and somebody can't come up and just start sticking you with needles that are experimental. I mean, there's too many people that have died from the vaccine, from 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 the full. The, I mean, look at what just happened. We just learned yesterday with Colin Powell, right? Colin Powell, very very famous guy, former Secretary of State, fact, first African American to be the Secretary of State of the United States of America, former chief, uh, former chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Well, his family. It's interesting. His family published yesterday that he died of complications of COVID after being fully vaccinated. So what the hell good is being vaccinated? So, so the sovereignty and the, and the medical freedom that we still have in this country and the medical choices that we still have, instead of being force-fed this nonsense out of this, this idiocy coming out of people like, like Fauci, you know, who is a government bureaucrat, and he's not one of the best in the nation in terms of, of, um, of knowledge of this of this medical, uh, of our medical system. He's just a bureaucrat who is bought. And uh, so we have to have, we have to continue to have to maintain these choices. The third thing is religious freedom. We have to have and maintain religious freedom because they're going to continue to come after. So the, so the left, the, 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 the communist element, the communist party of America, the democratic socialist party of America, and these are real things, people. So they're your audience. These are absolutely these are real things. The Democratic Socialist Party of America, the, the, the Communist Party of America, and then the quote-unquote Democratic Party. They removed God from their platform years ago, and, and everything about anyone who believes in, 
in Jesus Christ or believes in, in, in Christianity, whether you practice it or not, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a, a one of these, like, I'm going to impose my religion on you. I'm a, I'm an Irish Catholic. I grew up in a, in a great family up in the Northeast and, and we grew up as Democrats, but we were pro-life Democrats. We were pro-family. We were pro-business. You know, we were pro-America. And our religious freedom is at risk in this country. And they will continue to try to close the churches down but leave the liquor stores open. So um, every, every, you know, every member of a congregation out there, because I'm not sure how many pastors listen to you, Gary, but if they do, keep your damn doors opened up and stay in the pulpit and be leaders and be you know, preaching the be preaching constitutional issues from the pulpit. That is within your rights. That is within the law to be able to talk about the Constitution, to be able to talk about our freedoms from the pulpit in any church in this country. If they start to 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 go over the uh, the line and they start to to uh, endorse candidates, that gets into what's called the Johnson Amendment, and they can't do that. That's so. Don't do that. But get in there and talk about the beauty of our Constitution to your congregations, and and let's protect religious freedom. The fourth area is I would call it illegal immigration. Right? We all know we're going, we're seeing the the rise of of illegal immigrants, you know, being brought into this country. I flew in last night. I flew in last night, and I went through Atlanta. Okay, I went through the the uh, the, the airport of Atlanta, and the and the gate that I was that I was uh, leaving out of. The plane that came in was coming in from overseas. It was an international flight coming in from overseas. And coming off that flight was a whole bunch of people from Afghanistan. Because, I, I mean, I, I, I could tell immediately. And they were, there was probably, I don't know, 50, maybe 75 people that were sort of marched off the plane. And, they, and, I, and I watched to see this person who was marching them. And they marched them through the, uh, through the, uh, the, the, the airport. And they just took them off into this like direction down one of the concourses. And I'm thinking to myself, God, these people have no idea. And our country is at risk for the, not just Afghanistan, but, you know, how do Haitians get from Haiti to the Mexican border, right? And then uh-huh. the hundreds of hundreds of thousands and then the tens of millions, really, Gary. So illegal immigration is going to continue because the the left in this country wants to destroy every aspect of our education system, of our health care system, of, of our voting abilities and, our, and, the, and the, what I call the sacrosanct privilege of our voting system by just forcing illegal, illegals into this country all over the country. You know, why do you send why did during the Obama administration, why do they take people from the equator, Somalia, and they put them up in the, probably the coldest part of the country, Minneapolis. Right. So. You got to ask yourself these kinds of questions because it's like there is an answer to why they do that, and and uh, and that's that, that's a, that's a that illegal immigration is a topic for another uh, another half hour uh, show. The the fifth thing is education, education system in this country. This is where I think people must. So if you do nothing else, audience, you must get involved in the education system of our children. So my generation, I'm, I'm about to turn 63 years old, and my generation is about to turn this country over uh, to, to our children and our grandchildren as a communist country if we don't start, if my generation doesn't step up and get involved. It's no longer, well, I just let some mom get involved in the school board, or I'll let, you know, these young people, these young people, you know, they don't do enough these days, they're you know, no, they don't do enough because they, they they're they're too busy running two jobs or three jobs or raising families as single parents. I mean, 
you know, the, the entire demographics of the country have changed. So my parents, my father, World War II and Korea War veteran, my, my parents were from the quote unquote greatest generation. They turned over to my, my nine brothers and sisters, a great country. And we are about to take that and turn it over to, to our children and our grandchildren as a socialist country. And that's because we've taken our freedoms for granted. And our education system has been part of that. Why are we seeing the attorney general of the United States of America putting FBI resources to go after, uh, to go after school boards, right? Because they're, they're saying there's been an increase in violence. No, there hasn't. There's been, a, there's been an increase in debate at school boards because they're teaching pornography, they're they're allowing pedophiles in the in the schools and in the and inside these bathrooms. I mean, look at what's happening up in Loudoun County. Oh my God, Loudoun County, Virginia. I hope that you know that's that's something that you ought to pay attention to, and maybe you you talk about that in your next in your next show or whatever. But the Loudoun County uh, uh, example is a horrific example of of a of a system gone awry. And then this whole nonsense about critical race theory. And so when you look at the school boards of this country. You start and you really scratch behind the surface. You're saying, who are these people that we, the people, voted in? And you find out that they're members of the Democratic Socialist Party. And you're going, well, how did that happen? It's because we were asleep at the switch. So our education system needs a complete scrubbing. The Department of Education is a wasteland. The Department of Education is a wasteland in Washington, D.C. And it's and it's taking, taking money from what otherwise should be the uh, the mother the mothers and fathers of this country's ability to be able to 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 really teach their students I, and I would recommend any any parent these days that uh, that can and they need to understand this go you know the rise of homeschooling has skyrocketed because people are sick of what's what their children are being taught in our school system and the last thing about I'll say about education is education is the responsibility of the parent. You know, whether it's one parent that's all that's at home or two parents, but it, education is the responsibility of the parents, not the school. And so the parents have to, even though we send our kids to school, people need to understand what it is that they are being taught. And don't just take for granted that your kid comes home at the end of the day and you go, well, what'd you learn today, Susie? Well, they taught me about, you know, masturbation and, and she's 10. And I, I mean, this is a real thing. And I'm saying to myself, I, as I said to the group of people that I spoke to about this issue, who told me about this, I said, you've got to be kidding me. And they showed me the books that they were teaching in this, you know, in this red state county, in this one school system. And I, and I started to look around the country and I'm like finding more and more of this. So, so that's why I say local action, national impact, get involved in your, in your uh, communities and in these, particularly in your schools. We also have to disable, this is sort of the next sort of, litany of my focus items. We have to disable the censorship and the cancel culture. So we have like water, water will run to the, you know, to wherever it can find a path. Right. And, you know, your, your, your toilet leaks, your, your refrigerator leaks, your washing machine leaks, leaks, your pipe pipes leak at the bottom of your, uh, your sink and the water comes out and all of a sudden you look down the ground and water finds a path. And so we, the people, we have to find a path to the truth. We have to be like that water that finds the path to, to eventually the light where somebody sees it. And you go, oh, OK, we got to fix that. We got to fix that leaky pipe. So what we have to do, we're not going to fix Twitter. We're not going to fix Facebook. What we can fix, though, is how we seek information. So, Gary Benford, your, your show, 
Your show is the type of place where you can find the fixes for truth. How do we get to the truth? And people have to decide when they listen to guys like Mike Flynn, to General Flynn, they have to decide, is this guy full of it or is this guy know what he's talking about? And they just have to make that decision. And when they make that decision, then they can either seek other people like you, other people like me, and other places where truth exists, where people are going to be no holds barred, you know, and, and it's harsh reality, but it's reality. And it's the truth as, and, and speaking from, from, from myself, you know, I did serve at the highest levels of our government. I served at the right hand of the president of the United States, even for a short time, I still served in that role, you know, to the, to all the things that a national security advisor does to transition into the presidency and into the white house. And then I served there for enough. And, and believe me, even serving as the highest level military intelligence officer in our country and running one of the largest intelligence agencies in the world. I know what we're up against. Hell, Gary, twice Obama appointed me twice to senior positions and twice I was fully confirmed by the United States Senate, 100 percent. So, you know, for them to attack me the way they attack me, you know, again, that's a show for another day. And then the last point that I want to make is because we're going to I'll let you get maybe one more short question in on your show, (laughs) you know. Uh, the last thing I want to make is we must, our nation, the people of this country, the listeners of your show, we must back the blue. This nonsense phrase, yep, def- yep, def- yep. defund the police, defund the police, trash that phrase, back the blue. We have to stand up and back the blue. If you want to get out and rally for something, you know, then make a big sign and get out there and walk the streets and say, we back the blue in my community, in my town, in my parish, in my county, we back the blue. The men and women who serve in our law as law enforcement professionals, you know, there's about 900,000 of them around this country from county sheriffs and county sheriffs need to they need to actually step up more. I love county sheriffs and and sheriffs know that they have a huge responsibility and uh, they have extraordinary authority. I love this sheriff. I think his name is Co COE down in Kinney County. Texas, who's deputizing 100 people, and he's basically saying, you know what we're going to do? He's a border he's a border sheriff, and he says, I'm going to deputize 100 men in my county. We're going we're gonna to stop the flow of illegals coming into this county, which is along the border. And he actually said in a letter that he put out that we're going to build a fence around our county. We're not going to allow anybody in. I don't care if they go to this county or that county, or I don't care if they go back to Mexico or whatever country they came from, but that sheriff is actually doing exactly what he in this case, he should be doing. So bottom line is we must back the blue. And I'll stop there because those are my America first priorities. And 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 I mean it. I mean it when I say that. And we have to we have to choose which ones we're gonna go fight for. I'm fighting for all of them as I go around this country and talk to different people. And I get my energy. Because uh, you asked me up front about, you know, is there, uh, you know, how you doing these days? Huh? Um, am I, do I get up tired in the morning? Sometimes I do. But I find energy from the people that I interact with because the American people, they still love this country. And and we're not about to turn this country over to a bunch of communists. So I'll stop there, Gary, and let you jump in here for a minute. You, you have that right. And I can tell you, just listen. There you have it. Lieutenant General Michael Flynn unplugged. And I can see you've been hanging around with Mike Lindell, who is going to be my next guest, because both of you, all I have to do is just ask you one question and it's off to the races. So I have two questions, but since I know you've got to go, I can only get one in, which means you got to come back. 
So I wanted to talk about China, but I think more important than China, you must tell people about the disingenuous mainstream media because it's because of the media that you're coming on. I thank you very much for coming on my show, but because of the media, everything that you've just said is not getting to the American people. What is going on with this media and what can we do about it? And then tell people how to reach you. Yeah, so I'll go back to that clip that I talked about in your show here about people like water. You've got to go seek the truth. We, the people, are the water. We have got to flow towards the truth. And once we see the truth, we've got to then decide how we are going to fix it. I, I'm privileged to have a bigger platform than the, than the average Joe or Jane out there in America, and I understand that. And I appreciate that the American people have given me this, this privilege, and I feel it. But we have got to go seek the truth. The media is bought and paid for, and, and, and I mean, and that's a, that is a show for another day, so I will come back on. The media in this country, the mainstream media, the, the, the cable news networks, and then the big three, ABC, CBS, and NBC, they are bought and paid for. In many cases, when you look at the, their board of directors, and this is just, it's easy to go see this, all public information. You go look at their board of directors and you do a little studying on who these people are. You go, oh my God, these guys are, they're, they're, either they're working for the Chinese government or they're a bunch of left-leaning socialists who who are part of this, you know, and I hate this word cabal, but this like, but people understand that. There's this elite group in this country that want to, they're oligarchs, right? Go look up the definition of oligarchy and oligarchs. These are oligarchs, and it's where it's essentially control of the many by the few. And this is what the media wants. And they want you to live, they want all of us to live under a mushroom. Well, I'm telling the American people, you know, local action has a national impact. Stand up above that mushroom and start to see the light that, uh, that does exist and it's going to be the American people that are going to have to win the day. Don't count on these politicians in Washington, D.C. or your state's capital. You get involved. If you've got somebody that you see who's a, who's a leader type and they're going, well, I don't get involved in that politics stuff. That's nonsense. Our lives right now are consumed by politics. Everything that I just laid out in the last half hour, Gary, is all about politics. So if you don't think that those affect you, then you're living under a rock and that's where you're going to stay. And what I'm telling you to do is throw that rock off, kick off, kick that mushroom uh, down and, and stand above this and start to figure out what you can do for this country because and, and for your community and for your township or your parish. You no longer you, do you, does anybody. I don't care if you're if you're 90 years old. I don't care how old you are. If you've got a breath left in you as an American citizen, you have the experience, the wisdom, even older people. In fact, the older people have the experience and the wisdom to understand what it is that I'm talking about, and they know. And so all of those people, my age and up, we're about to turn this country over to a socialist cabal of people if we're not careful, and we need to use our experience, our life, our lifetime of, of, uh, of privilege and our, and our uh, wisdom and, and the knowledge that we have, we have accumulated over, you know, six, seven, eight decades, nine decades maybe, and we need to reinstitute it back into our country. Amen to that. Lieutenant General Flynn, thank you for coming on. Tell people how to reach you, anything that you want to promote. Well, I, may, I uh, you mentioned in my bio, I am the chairman of americasfuture.net, americasfuture.net. You can go look up americasfuture.net, and uh, we are a 501c3, and we promote families, we promote education, you know, we, we do all sorts of really good things. We're deeply involved in election integrity 
and uh, and just a whole range of issues. But uh, really appreciate uh, you allowing me to uh, to promote that a little bit here and and come you know come join us. We are we are in the middle of this uh, of this fight. Not gonna uh, give up. Yes, and I, I thank you for coming on. You know, we still, like the last time, have unfinished business, so I'll be dialing you up again. I re- really appreciate you coming on. You're a great American. Thank you for your service. God bless you and your family. Yep, God bless you, Gary, and this country, and, uh, and I will definitely come back on. Okay, thank you. There you have it, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, everybody, somebody that knows what he's talking about. He's been in the highest level of government, and... You know, the attack is on the Constitution. It's on our flag. We've got to stop this right here and right now while we'll still have time to do so. We all know him as the visionary behind my pillow, the inventor and CEO of that pillow, bedding, and slipper company. But his influence doesn't stop there. Mike Lindell is now well known as an author conservative political activist, executive producer, crusader, and a genuine patriot dedicated to preserving election integrity in our nation. And boy, do we need that. Since the 2020 election, Mike passionately and relentlessly has devoted his efforts to expose what many of us believe was a stolen election. His documentary, Absolute Proof, has already been viewed by more than 150 million people. His follow-up documentary, Scientific Proof, contained even more compelling evidence with additional facts proving the 2020 presidential election was the biggest cyber crime in world history. He's a dedicated Christian who believes we're currently mired in a battle of good versus evil, a struggle in which God will prevail, by the way. Mike gives God the glory for his courage, boldness, and persistence. And boy, I am glad he is persistent because we need all the voices we can the way things are going. So I'm very happy to bring to the show, Mr. Mike Lindell. Well, hello. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for coming on, Mike. And, and you know, you know we'll, let's just get right to it. America is in trouble. Please tell us why and what you tell people as you speak Uh, around the country about the conditions of this nation as it applies? Well, first of all, everybody knows this election was stolen. Some just don't know it yet. Um, uh, It was 100%, not even 99.99. And it was was taken in a huge way. I was given, uh, if you go back to November and December, everyone, there was so much evidence there no courts would look at it. No judges, you know, they that they say, well, yeah, all the evidence was looked at. No, it wasn't. Only one judge in the United States actually looked at the evidence, and that was Antrim County, Michigan. And what they found was 7,000 votes flipped out of 15,000. Uh, everybody knows that all these deviations and stuff that happened on the night of the election at 3 o'clock in the morning, uh, we had enough evidence back then to convict every single person in the United States, 300 and some million people would go to, go to prison the rest of their lives. That's all, that's all much evidence we had. Now it didn't get looked at. The media was our enemy, uh, especially Fox news. And everyone says, "Why? come on, Fox news. 
No, Fox News was the enemy of the people. They did not talk about the 2020 election. They still don't to this day. They went, I call it going Fox on someone. Let, let's, don't go Fox on me now. They don't talk about the election. They don't talk about um, therapeutics that work for the, uh, uh, for the uh, China virus. But the, but the election, right after the election, if you go back in time, they talked about Hunter Biden's laptop. Well, that's not going to get uh, this election pulled down and, uh, and Donald Trump back in office uh, because of his laptop. Um, and that's, it was all this rubbish that the media either talked about or, or, um, or they deflected and talked about other things. And on January 9th, I got different. I got evidence that, was, that explained it all. And this was this massive cyber attack on our country. Every single state was affected. Every single county was affected. I've been talking about it in my movies I did ever since that day. From, from that day on, every day consumes me with trying to save this country. It doesn't matter if you're, a, if you're a Democrat or a Republican. When I went on Jimmy Kimmel, he asked me, Mike, would you do it if your friend Donald Trump would have been the guy that, was, uh, that got elected because of this fraudulent election? I said, absolutely. This isn't about if you're a Democrat, Republican. This is our election was stolen with China and many, many people here in the U.S. that helped. Um, many tens of thousands. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, Mike, please um, expound on that. That is a very, 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 very important point. Please explain, which I've heard you on other platforms explain, why, if it had been the reverse, if Donald Trump had been elected, but it had been right. stolen from the Democrats, why you would still take the same stance? Well, the Democrats warned us of this, by the way, not the Republicans. Democrats war warned us in the movie Kill Chain. Uh, Amy Klobuchar, Kamala Harris, they all warned us of these machines that you could, you can, there's cyber attacks every day, everybody, on, on businesses, on credit cards, on, on uh, gas lines, as we all know, or gas. And, and that you can all, you can all replace that with money. It's all about money. You take and attack and this and these hacks when you take that you lose a country you lose every freedom we have and that's what's going on right now what they did they used an algorithm with the dominion machines and all these other machines just because your es and s smartmatic all of them they all were hacked they were all hackable every single state they did this to and uh, we've got the numbers on my platform frankspeech.com you can go right there and see what happened in your state and what this is, is nobody, nobody will ever, ever in history get to vote again and have an election. It's picked through this cyber, through these computers. If we would have had, and I say this before, the miracle, there was a lot of miracles of this election where we're at right now, because God's had his hand in all this. But if they would have overturned uh, this election on December 14th or January 6th, um, any of those dates, and gave it to Donald Trump because of all the, 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 I call it the ground fraud out there, just on that alone. On, you could pick one thing in three different states and, and Donald Trump's the winner. Well, if they'd have done that, we would have never known. We'd lose our country then because we would have never known about this major, this, the biggest crime in history, which is this cyber attack where it was all done. Donald Trump won 80 million to like 72 million. This was a massive, massive 
uh, attack that could only be done with computers and through these machines. We would have never known about this and we would have lost our country forever. I'm going to give you another example. In Georgia, I prayed the night before when they did the runoff for the two centers that both that they would take them both and take the two and the two Democrats would win. And why everyone's going, Mike, why would you do that? Well, if they if they'd have been smart, if I was their marketer, if I was their marketer, and when they say them, I'm talking the CCP, everybody that was behind this crime. Uh, if I'm their mark, I say, give them back a Republican because they'll shut up about this election and they'll, they'll, everyone would have went, Mike, come on, shut up. Now get, we'll get them in 2022. We'll just campaign harder. Nobody could have campaigned harder than Donald Trump. Nobody. This was, um, and, and what would, and what, but what happened when they took both those senators, everyone went, oh, now what are we going to do? It was a panic and people were open to going, wow, we need to we need to find out they, they, you know, what happened in this election rather than just ignore it, sweep it under the rug. And if I'd have been them also on inauguration day, I would have said I would have said, hey, you guys, uh, now me being their market, I said, let's not do anything stupid to wreck our country, wreck the United States until after they shut up about the 2020 election. But what did they do? They went full. They put that gas pedal down, laid off 50,000 union workers right out of the gate. All these mandy, all the stuff they've done in Afghanistan, all these things that have been done, opening up the borders. You guys, this all works in our favor because you know what? As of today, over 30 some percent of Democrats that voted Democrat now believe 100% this election was stolen through machines and we've got to get rid of them. We've got to fix 2021, which we're doing right now. We've got great things going on right now as, 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 as we speak. And, uh, um, and almost, you know, the, the, there's hundreds of millions. I would say it's probably 150 to 200 million people in this country know this election was stolen, you know. Mike, you know, I'm taking a beating here, and I don't know if you are, but I am for this reason. Everything you say, I believe. And we keep hearing of the Arizona audit and this audit and that audit and Dominion, and we have this and we have these machines and we have that. Why? Here's the big question for us to do this. Why, as you as well as several others, why is this being stonewalled? in getting it heard in a court. This is unprecedented. If we have all this evidence, why isn't it coming out yet? And when will it come out? Well, and look, and and look at Arizona, the evidence did come out there and they, and they, the media grabbed it the night before they, they cherry picked out the ballots, which the ballots were a hundred and some thousand were fraudulent ballots that used people voted twice. They didn't really vote. They used their names. Everybody, they use the voter rolls in this country. They're ghost voters. And that's what people that have long since died, non-residents that don't live there anymore. They just use names. That's what computers can do. But one of the things like in Arizona, they showed they deleted on film, people deleting the 2020 election the night before the audits. That's a crime. Now you have, and they lied to the people of Arizona and to our country. All those machines were online. They, they committed a crime there. Dominion's committing crimes throughout our country. They deleted all the 2020 elections through the whole state of Colorado. All these things that are going to be done, and that's a great question. Why, is, why are these courts 
why have they all denied it? Judges don't look at it. They don't look at it. Now, you go back in time to November and December and even uh, through uh, March, all these judges deny this. A lot of it was out of fear. Here's where things have changed, everybody. I have promised the people in this country, we are bringing the case that everybody's been waiting for that I promised back in February before the Supreme Court, before Thanksgiving. And this is uh, the attorney generals are the plaintiffs. The states are the plaintiffs. This is different than the one they wouldn't accept before back in December. They didn't have the evidence I have, the evidence we have now. This is so everybody needs to get on board. You can go to fix2021st.com. You can sign the petition there to, to, for the Supreme Court to accept it. This whole thing, as you just said it, this needs to be accepted by the United States Supreme Court. I believe they'll vote 9-0 to accept it. There's going to be so much pressure on them because this evidence is non-subjective. Remember, I have all the packet captures and all the data from the whole election that was brought to me on January 9th. I had the cyber symposium. We dropped evidence there. Nobody won the $5 million, but why didn't it get anywhere? Because of the media. They have, they have the social media, Jack Dorsey, Mark Zuckerberg. They're going to be going to prison. They're going to be right behind those machines we melt down into prison bars. These, there's so much <laughs> crime involved here. I mean, this is disgusting what these people have done. They're treasonous to our country. You take all of the, um, all of the media, uh, Fox being the worst, I'm telling you, we counted on Fox. We counted on Judge Janine, Sean Hannity, Laura, Tucker, and, and Dan, we counted on those guys to speak out about the 2020 election. They wouldn't breathe a word on Fox about the 2020 election. If we don't fix it, if we don't, this country is gone forever. You can sit out there, you Republicans, the Republicans go, oh, we'll get them in 2022. No one will ever win again that they don't want to win. You might have a couple Republicans that win that win because they let them win, like your corrupt ones like Doug Ducey, Brian Kemp, Brad Rassenberger, and other guys that are going to be behind prison bars. These are it's disgusting what the Republicans did to in those states and around the country where they blocked, they were the obstructionists that they blocked these audits and blocked the real audits, you guys, forensic audits. They blocked the real audits. Audits they've done, they're called fraudits. They're fraudulent audits, what they've done. They've got, I could name states they're going on right now where they're going around. Let's just count the ballots. One came out about Idaho. I wasn't involved now. Mike Lindell should have to pay for the Idaho audits. The votes matched up. They don't get it. They, just because the paper matches up, if you and I, if I give you $1,000 and I have $800 and we recount it from a poker game and we find out you, 200 of your $1,000 is Monopoly money, um, you didn't win, you know. And, and this is when you do full forensic, and by the way, you can do a full forensic audit in two weeks. We have teams all over this country. Cyber um, white hat hackers, they go, uh, these, these cyber teams go in two weeks. That's if you don't have any obstruction. That's what I have been out doing since the cyber symposium. I've been out there meeting with these states, um, secretaries of states, legislatures, going around nine states on board. That's why the media is so afraid of what's going on right now, because they're the ones that are going to be the plaintiffs. And believe me, they are on board. When you go around, it happened in every state. And now they have standing with the Supreme Court. When we bring this before Thanksgiving, everybody in this country, 
This is all going down right now. We have more evidence than we've ever needed in history. This, and I want to say this. The Supreme Court is there to protect our country. And I'll tell you two things out there, you non-believers here, if there's any left-wing media out there listening and they want to sound like this. In our country's history, fraud and crime overrides everything. Every elected official in our country's history where you found out later that there was election fraud and a crime committed where, it would, where the other guy would win, that guy gets put in immediately when it's found out. It's just never happened at the presidential level. I want to say another thing. The Supreme Court, these guys are nine people. They've lived the American dream. There's, they have grandchildren, children. They have families. They have neighbors. They have friends. And I'll tell you what, when they're sitting around eating their Thanksgiving dinner and you know some of them out there, you, everyone out there that knows them, you, they owe it to the, themselves. They owe it to our country. Let's look at this, Supreme Court. You need to protect our country. China attacked us. It doesn't matter if, this is a, if you're a Democrat or Republican. It's over for our country. This country will become a communist country, and everybody can see it happening right before our eyes. There's a, it was a major takeover. It's been coming on for a couple decades. And this is what's here. We skipped right over socialism to communism. Anybody that doesn't believe that, and I'll tell you what, right now, you can talk to your, your if you talk to liberals, people that voted Democrats, you talk to them, they even get it right now. Don't believe what you're seeing on the left-wing media. I talk to these guys every day, the bad media. Every day they call me. I've become friends with these guys. They're just blind. They have blinders on, but a lot of them can't print anything that's true. They have to soundbite it because their bosses won't print it or they'll get fired. If you work for the Washington Post, the New York Times, and you print something too good, you ain't, it ain't getting in. It's not going to make it there. And if you did it without consent, you'd get fired. Just like you would on, on Fox if you said something about you, the swear word dominion, 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 dominion. You know, nobody knows. Do you know we sued a class action lawsuit? Dominion sent out over a couple hundred letters to people that were volunteers, mothers, fathers, daughters, um, sons and daughters. These people were they volunteered during the November 3rd election and they were sent in threatening letters they never even knew. They never even knew. Um, what they did. And they said, you preserve evidence and these threats. A lot of them had to get security systems. Well, now they've sued. And Alan Dershowitz is with me on that. He's one of the lawyers. Um, you know, and he's a Democrat. They're suing Dominion, a class action lawsuit, everybody, a class action lawsuit. You don't hear about this in the news. That's why you need to go to my, that's why I set up my platform, frankspeech.com, to get people there so we have one voice, so we're not completely canceled out before we get this election pulled down. And I will say this, mark my words, this, if, if, before the 2022 election, there cannot be a machine in this country or it's over for our country. We have to fix 2021st. This is a race against time. How much damage they can do before we get our great president, Donald Trump, back in office and get back to uh, go back in time where, uh, where we, we actually have replacements for the machines, a replacement system that is absolutely amazing, hack proof. I'm still here, people. Mike was on a roll, and all I'm going to say is just preach, Mike, preach. Mike, you were on a roll, <laughs> and you're just dropping all kind of truth. Here, what motivated you to lend your support, both vocally and financially, to get to the bottom of this? Because you've used your own money, 
You've been attacked by the left and the right and in between, and you've been relentless in this. You know, you put your faith and trust in God. You forge straight ahead. And you and what what motivated you to take the stand? Because, you know, you're a businessman. You didn't have to go this way, but you did. I assume for God, family, country, constitution. Well, yes, you know, in November, December, there were a lot of things that I seen. I look at deviations every day in my business. If a radio station or a TV station does triple what it normally does, something, it's a deviation. Something had to happen to change the output. You had to have a different input. So starting on the morning of November 4th, I just started uh, researching everything, my own, my own research, um, throwing money at it to help anyone that needed help out there. And a lot of things I couldn't explain, like why are, why do almost every state have all these non-residents that voted and it's never happened in other elections and what, and dead people that voted. I, and I couldn't, I it never, I couldn't explain all these things because these are things you can look up for yourself on people that voted. They're right on the voter rolls in the States. Well, on January 9th, I was brought something by Patriots that there are people that were out there that on the night of the election, they captured this, this cyber data. And it was different, but it explained everything. And then I had all these these um, divine appointments, like with Dr. Doug Frank and and um, all these people and Dr. Sheba that are the, some of the smartest people in our country. And they had figured out mathematically, um, you know, that this was impossible without the machines. And they figured out, you know, that yeah, there were millions of votes flipped and stuff and all this. So having this evidence, then it's very scary when you know that you, God's given you, you know, God's given me this big platform of having a voice. But it's scary to know that if this doesn't get out there, you lose your country forever. I would expect any person, I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican, if you were, if you were brought what I was brought, then you would just, nothing matters. Like when I went into, when I started raising my hand in January, then after January 9th, and we started losing retailers, Mike Lindell lost four more retailers like Mike Lindell. And I was the number one in the news the, but you know what it did? The, the left-wing media, that Fox wouldn't call me. Nobody would except for these bad media outlets. And they'd call me up from morning till night. I don't have a publicist. I did just call me direct. Mike, you lost four more retailers today. How do you feel? Did you hear about China? Did you hear about Dominion, 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 Dominion? I got to just put it out there. And finally, everyone in the country kind of leaked to them. And then I did the movie Absolute Proof. And for me, it's like, it's kind of like, Yes, God's given me this big platform, and I, my faith in God of having no fear, um, it's a little bit easier when you know that you don't have a country anyway. I don't have a company anyway if, uh, if, I, if this doesn't get, if we don't fix 2020 first. And that's the way everyone out there, I tell everyone, I felt alone back then for a while, but now then everybody, you got all the brave people in Arizona, Michigan, these people that would not give up on audits and would not give up. And they, and bravery, you know, courage brings on more courage because you can't, this is, this is a time when you serve in money for a rainy day, people, it's pouring outside. There is no other time in history. If you, if you don't stand up now as a business owner, as a person, as anyone, it's, it's over. We lose our country forever. You got all of these things like these mandates and this garbage going on with this China virus and, and um, Afghanistan, all the borders, all these things. This is all a manifestation of November 3rd. 
it's all part of this. You can call it conspiracy, whatever. It's not a conspiracy when you can see it happening right in front of your face. And it's opening up people's eyes. So what's going to happen is when this all, when this, when we get to this great place out in the future, we're going to look back and say, this was all in God's timing. And every single thing had to happen just the way it did. So we get to that place because you know what? This is going to be a great uniting of our country. And I'm talking from I'm political. We're not a racist country. That's all garbage they're feeding us. We're, we're as far from a racist country as you can get. And, and they, that's just garbage, the media, the media. Things are going to all change, but it's going to be beautiful. And we will once again be one nation under God. Amen for that. Mike, you know, one of the things that is important here is, you know, you have gotten behind and been a staunch supporter of our president. I'm talking about President Trump. And back in August of 2019, you were quoted as when you met Trump, you said, quote, when I met Donald Trump, it felt like a divine appointment. And when I walked out of that office, I decided I was going to go all in. And you have been all in. Can you re can you recall what that meeting was like and what it was that made turned you into the staunch Trump supporter who was greatly needed? Well, I was everyone, I don't know, probably knows my story. I was a former addict, including crack cocaine and God set me free of that on January 16, 2009. But when I came out of decades of addiction, it was like it was like someone coming out and go, what did I miss here? Um, I didn't think politics affected anything I did back then. And I certainly had never voted. Um, and all of a sudden I'm seeing people, you know, have lost their houses. I had already lost mine, but all these changes, I'm going, like I say, what did I miss? Well, then... Um, when I did meet, there were so many divine appointments. If you read my book that happened from the summer or from the spring of 2015, when I actually had a dream, I would meet Donald Trump. And it was a very vivid dream of being in an office. And, and I go, why would I, why would I want to meet Donald Trump? Of course, then a month later, he comes down the escalator and announced he's running for president. Well, divine appointments happened throughout that whole year, including becoming uh, real good, great friends with Ben Carson, uh, that that and it's it's a, that becomes quite a long story. But to get to the point of um, the meeting with Donald Trump, he reached out to me. I was on an airplane going to California, and I was actually um, it was the summer of '16, and I opened a, a magazine up. It was about about him, and we were we were about um, um, that we had got up to the point where you get eat, where you get uh, internet on the plane, and. And all of a sudden, I kind of said a prayer there in the front in the bulkhead. I said, God, I know I've seen the picture of me and him in an office. Uh, if I was supposed to have anything to do with this, uh, you know, I need to know. And at that moment in time, my phone dinged. It was an email from Donald Trump said, Mike, will you meet me in New York City? And uh, at, wow. on this date, you know, he said the date. And, and I'm going, God, I'm going, you know, it was a miracle. I'm the flight attendant goes, are you okay? Yes, it's a miracle. It's a, you know, But it was because God answered me in real time. And it was so anyway, I could sit there and tell you all these things that happened up until that meeting. But when I walked into his office, they said, you're not going to meet him alone. Um, whatever you do, don't say, don't tell him you were a crack addict. Well, that meeting did happen and it was alone. So many things happened right before the meeting where people kept getting peeled off. I ended up being alone. And, and I walked in and he says, Mike, you always wear your cross on TV. Are you a Christian? I said, yes, Mr. Trump, and this is a divine appointment. And, and I, and we sat down and they, 
he got into his telling me, you know, I, I want to bring the jobs back. How's my pillow? You know, you make them all here and the manufacturing and I'm going to bring the manufacturing back. And I said, and I looked at him, I said, I said, I used to be a crack addict and I'm, and he kind of looked for his reaction. And, and I go, and I, I'm going to have this, uh, net, this thing I call the Lindell recovery network. Uh, that's going to change the world, help addicts all over our country. He goes, I'm going to stop the drugs pouring in and, you know, from the southern border. He it went back and forth, but it was listening to him, his ideas. He was, he didn't want any. I walked out of his office and he and that was about 40 minutes later. And I go, this guy's going to be the greatest president ever because it was such common sense. We, he would talk about something. I go, wow, if he really does this, it's like business decisions. You've got problem solution. And he, and he had a gift, it seemed. Well, he actually proved that he does have that gift. Amazing. That he knows what it'll manifest to. That, you know, whatever the solution is. And to help all people. But when I walked out of there, I was so excited going, wow, this is, this would fix everything. Or this, all these things we talked about, his ideas. Well, anyway, there's promises there basically, but I went and talked to his employees and this is really important. I, I wanted to validate, like I validate everything and I wanted to validate what I had just seen. Every one of them I talked to said the same thing. Great man, great boss. And he had done something for them personally. I just thought it was amazing. And and it's just, he goes, yeah, he's, he's the real deal, you know. And I got back to Minnesota. I was like, so excited to tell the media. Well, let me tell you, I did a press release there that I had met Donald Trump. I was the media's darling before that. I could tell my walking across the street, they'd have 20 cameras there. How many people are you hiring today? Oh, you you know, you make you make your pillows here and blah, blah, blah. Well, when I did that press release, it was silent. First, they went Fox on me and didn't talk to me. And then it hit a wave of hate calling me a racist. They called me everything you could imagine, these bots and trolls. I thought they were real people then, but I find out they're hired hit groups, bots and trolls. The crooked, terrible, rotten, better business bureau took me from an A-plus to an F. I was also up for their highest award. They took me from an A-plus to an F. My pillow still sits at an F to this day, and that's just fantastic. I tell everyone, you know what? The Better Business Bureau, corrupt, corrupt, corrupt. There's a little commercial for them, by the way. Um, so they, uh, but you know, that's when I went all in and in, in 16 and there's just been confirmations over and over. And when I tell them, all my friends, you know, you get a year into it, they go, wow, Mike, you were hundred percent right. You know, all the great things that he, the promises he kept everybody out there, you get to December of 2019. That was a manifestation of all these great political decisions by Donald Trump and, the, and that administration, other people, but but where we were then was the greatest, one of the greatest times in history, the lowest unemployment across the board, the highest consumer confidence. Um, I mean, you name it and everything was better. It was Merry Christmas, you know, and all this. Well, the one thing that was missing there though, is people don't look for God and look for hope if things are going good. And when I said at the Rose Garden that a nation had turned its back on God and we prayed for grace, you know what? God gave, you know, when God, that was in the spring of uh, right before, right before the, the China virus hit. And I'm telling you all the stuff that's happening now, that these terrible things going on where people are out there looking for hope, that's, what's going to bring everybody back to God. And it'll be, it'll be the greatest revival for Jesus in history. That's what we're in right now. I want everyone just to have a peace and go with no fear, reach out. We're all part of this. I don't care what, what Democrat Republican doesn't matter. These machines got to go, 
You have to fix 2020 first. I don't even, you know, when people say uh, talking about election integrity going forward. No, there is no election integrity with when you have machines. You know, when I meet with these states, a lot of these officials are going, we are perfect in our state. And they take offense to it. Well, then we show them what really happened. And they're going, I go, you guys, now do you get it? I said, do you care about our country? Do you care about this? I said, this is, you know, it's over. It's over. We've got to keep our voices out there. And that's, you know, that was one of the biggest things where I'm putting, I put tens of millions into this already because everything I get, I put into it because it doesn't matter. It does, you're not going to have a country. So all of it would be, you know, it wouldn't matter. Um, you know, my pillow would be gone anyway. We'd, our country's getting destroyed daily. So it, it makes it pretty easy, but also just having faith in God, this is God's plan and it, uh, it's all going to be beautiful. Amen to that. And everybody within the sound of our voices, do you now understand why Mike Lindell, Mr. MyPillow himself, gives God the glory for his courage, boldness, and persistence because you could not persist under the pressure he's under if God wasn't with him. The other thing, and please do not lose sight of this, people, because it's going to eventually come out in the wash. One of the most important things that Mike said was that if Donald Trump had actually gotten in, if he had gotten in without this election fraud coming to light, we would be finished because they would continue to build dominion, to build their cyber case against conservatism and Christianity, and we would never win an election again. Donald Trump had to not get into White House for this to be discovered so we can root this out, as he says, get these people in jail and get a system to back to where we have a free and fair election. Mike, we can't move on to 2020 until this is finalized. What can we, final question, what can we as Americans do to get the word out, to help our fellow citizens in the midst of this attempted communist takeover, because the media is not going to help us, even conservative media, and there's nobody else left but us to do this. So what do you tell people right. that they can do to get involved? There's two things. Frankspeech.com, get everyone you can there. I do a show every day from 6 to 7, and we have 24-7 we're streaming on there with all the information, all the things going on. That's one. The other thing is go to fix2021st.com, sign that petition for the Supreme Court that's coming up before Thanksgiving, and on that same site, we're going to have every single state listed of what you're going to be able to do in your state. Each state's a little bit different, but we're going to have a big, huge uh, parallel thing going on with um, with the Supreme Court and all that stuff and all the to, to pull the election down. But also, we have remember, we only have 12 months or so to get rid of all the machines in the United States. And that's going to be a whole other thing that you can help for on the ground. Um, if you don't, if you can't do any of that, you can go to LindellLegalFund.com and help out financially. I've, I had to set that up with so many people have asked me, Mike, how can I help? How can I help? I don't have, I can't get out, but I have money. LindellLegalFund.com. Every dime 
it's not tax deductible right away. It's a, it's a C4. I just want, I didn't want anybody nosing into there. You just have to trust me. Every dime's being spent on to help save our country. Every single cent. None of us going for my personal vendetta lawsuits with Dominion where I'm going after them and they've come after me. By the way, all the Dominion lawsuits, everybody, I want to tell everybody this, they're a joke. They did this. It's called lawfare. They did this to suppress all your voices and put the fear of God in everybody. Those lawsuits, they just want to keep pushing them out, kick the can down the road past 2022, and and our country's done forever. You said a great thing there. If Donald Trump, if he would have, they underestimated him, if they wouldn't have, if they wouldn't have underestimated and that set that algorithm where they did, we would have all went to bed at three in the morning, five would have won, and we'd have said better luck in 2022. It's because of all of you out there that voted and campaigned hard and our great president, the great decisions he made, that this is all getting exposed now because he had to lose in order to everything's going down the way it is. Look at all the corrupt, corrupt people that are getting exposed. Your Doug Ducey's. Brian Kemp's, Brad Rassenberger, Jack Darcy, Brett, or Mark Suckabuck, all these people across the country. And I could sit here and list off for another hour. This is all, it's going to change everything, everybody. And it's, uh, I just, uh, I'm very excited and everybody, and you all should be too. Just stay, just, and turn off Fox. Turn off the mainstream media because you're not getting nothing out of that. I tell people, like I said about the class action lawsuit of these patriots that got served papers, um, all these great things going on. You need to go where there's information. That's why I set up that platform, frankspeech.com. I'm losing tens of tens of thousands of dollars a month there, but it, it doesn't matter. And I've got millions of dollars into that. That's, that's the biggest part. We've got to get our word out. The president, our real great president, Donald Trump, he does his newsletter. We're trying the, all these other platforms out there that are great that we go get on your your gabs and your and your uh, getters and your and your telegram and all, all these other platforms, because you got to get off the you know, you're not going to hear anything on Twitter's and and your crooked Facebook's and all these places where they slap false information, things where they have everybody censored over there. And um, so. Anyway, that's uh, that's where we're at. Everybody just go forward with no fear. Somebody puts a mandate on you, don't follow it. Don't follow those mandates. Don't let the government control you. If people, if you don't, I tell people, if you got to quit your job, that's God's plan. Get, you know, there'll be a better opportunity for you. We can't give in right now. We cannot ever, or we're done. You you said that you said that right. Uh, and and Mike, thanks for coming on. Please. Uh, before you go, please tell people how they can reach you, how they can get your book uh, about the, you know, anything you want to promote about like the Lindell Foundation and Frank. You can tell people how to get in yeah, touch okay. with you. Okay, the Lindell, okay. If you're in addiction out there, if you know anybody in addiction, go to LindellRecoveryNetwork.org. Send them there. It's free. It's the best online platform for helping people. If you want to get my book, if you want to get uh, – um, we have yard signs, frankspeech.com, help save, help save our country, fix 2021st. You can go to Frank, get everyone, go to frankspeech.com. You can go there. We have a store there with my pillow products on, all this stuff on there. Um, you can use, uh, do you guys have a promo code or I can give one out here? Please, you can give it out. Yeah, okay. Why don't you all use promo code? We'll use promo code Lindell. 
L-I-N-D-E-L-L. Just use that. That's going to be the best discount I've got. You can. That's how you can support 2,700 employees, too. You can also use it at MyPillow.com. That's the pillows that are normally $69.99, uh, $19.98. Um, you know, we have all these sales going on with that promo code Lindell. And, but you can also get it at FrankSpeech.com. I have a new platform coming out to help entrepreneurs called MyStore.com. And uh, you can get products there for Christmas. And this is, uh, but know that you're helping. If you get my book, What Are the Odds from Crack Eggs to CEO? That, those are going, those funds I put towards the Lindell Recovery Network. But everything else that I make, I'm pouring it into fixing 2021st and to help save our country. And uh, my employees, thank you. And, every, and I thank you for having me on. And God bless this country. God bless out. God bless you all. And Mike, thanks for coming on and God bless you and keep his protection around you and God bless your family. And you're doing you're doing a wonderful thing. And as you know, God's timing it just as you said, God doesn't move the way we move. And his timing is different than ours. His ways are different than ours. They're higher than ours. He, he deals in the spiritual. We're playing checkers down here. He's up there playing chess and he will not be mocked and evil will not win this battle. So uh, just waiting for November and waiting to watch this avalanche of evidence finally come out where people will go, oh, my goodness, look at all this stuff. And thank you for everything you've done uh, to help keep God, family, country, and constitution. Thank you. Thank you. Mike Lindell. See, people, we need warriors, and Mike's a warrior. And he's a warrior that not only did it with his mouth. He's put his feet and his wallet behind it. And uh, he's going to be proven to be right. The media, they mock him. They say, you have no proof. The liberals are saying, like, you have no proof. He's got it. You watch and you see. It's coming. You know, everybody, saving America has to be left up to us. Because, you know, we were hoping President Trump could get back in the White House. He's not back in the White House. We were hoping that the uh, Dominion and the election fraud had been discovered by now. It hasn't It's been discovered, but it hasn't reached the courts. We were hoping that all the treason and everything these Democrats have done, it would have come to light by now. But OK, wait a minute here. Well. I have to stop here, people, because this has never happened before. You got to understand something. I do this show from a hidden bunker in New York. My producer is down in Tampa. They have never interrupted my show before, but I'm getting an email from the producer saying somebody has called in. Somebody has called in that heard there was a show about saving America with Mike Flynn and Mike Lindell and 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 Sean Farish and, and, and Lucretia Hughes and John DeLemme, and that this person wanted to chime in on this topic, but the person refused to leave his name. The only thing he said was, please put me on the air and just tell Gary I'm not President Trump. So I have no clue who this is. So, but I'm gonna, they patched him in. So I'm, I'm gonna bring this guest on. The only thing I know about this guest, everybody, is the guest emailed, I'm getting an email here from my producer that says the jet guest just assures us he's not 
President Trump. So, uh, guess you're on the air. Hello. Uh, well, yes, you're right. I'm not President Trump, okay? Uh, nothing like him. Uh, I don't look like him. I don't have as good of hair as he has. Uh, I'm definitely not the president, uh, not President Trump, but it's good to be here, and I wanted to talk to you because if there's anything uh, that I can tell you about it that's uh, saving America, that's kind of what we call right up my alley, or if you watch baseball, they say it's right in my wheelhouse, okay? Right in the biggest, most beautiful wheelhouse in the world, but I'm not President Trump under no circumstances am I President Trump. But I hope we understand that. And, uh, you know, that's not what's going on. But we love General Flynn. He's a great person, great patriot. We love Mike Lindell. OK, we love Mike Lindell, the greatest pillows in the history of the world. My pillow is a my pillow when you think about it. And it's fantastic. Machine washer and dryable. OK, he says it on the commercials all the time. He's a great person. So it's a good thrill to be here, Gary. And I'm uh, looking forward to talking with you. Uh I am looking forward to talking with you, who is not President Trump, kind of sound like him. So, OK, I'll play along. You're not President Trump. But if you were President Trump, what would you say about the state of America today? Well, if I was President Trump, I would say that the state of America today is, uh, quite frankly, uh, disgraceful. You know, that's something that President Trump says a lot. He says, quite frankly. OK, he also says, believe me. And when I say believe me, I have to say uh, the country is in a very bad place because of uh, a very bad person or a group of people. When you think about it in the White House, it used to be my house. And they said it was no longer. And I disagree with what happened in 2020. Not my house, of course, a friend of mine's house. I'm not President Trump. What do you think about it? But uh, they said the White House is a lot better. They said we're going to build back better. And the only thing we've done has gotten worse. Okay. The only thing we've done has gotten a whole hell of a lot worse. So we've got to fix it. We've got to fix it sooner rather than later, or we're going to have no country left to save. And uh, quite frankly, it's terrible what's happening. You know, I would agree with you. And uh, do you not President Trump, wink, wink, or what, whoever you are, that sounds like President Trump, who isn't President Trump, what would you say we have to do to take this country back? Because that's what this show is about. The first thing we have to do is audit all 50 states, okay? And now Barack Obama, he thought there was like 59 states, but there's actually only 50, quite frankly. It's a surprise to him, but he knows nothing about the history of our great country. So we have to audit all 50 states, including Texas, the great state of Texas. We have to audit the great state of New York. I know that's where you are. New York, it's a disaster. We have to audit all 50. We've got to get involved locally in the school boards. We have to make sure that the critical race theory, the racist critical race theory, is not being pumped into the heads of our big, beautiful children, our wonderful children, their innocent children, and they're pumping them full of Quite frankly, communist garbage when you look at it. Uh, we have to get involved locally at the county level, at the state level, and we have to make sure that we build the greatest country in the world back from the ground up, and that's exactly what we're going to do. You know, I heard there's a lot of good things happening in New York. I heard there was a great rally there this weekend, and uh, we know that New York is alive. They say it's a blue state. I don't think it's a blue state. I think that's fake news. I think New York is actually a red state that's getting ready to wake up. So it's going to happen, and it's going to happen bigly, okay? It's going to happen really big, and it's going to be great. And that's how we're going to save America. 
Boy, that that would be wonderful. But before we can save America, there are two things that we have to do deal with uh, that are just huge, it seems to me. And that is the situation at the southern border and the situation with illegal immigration. You have the, the, the person who was President Trump or is President Trump. Maybe you are. Maybe you aren't. You got me all confused. But all I know is President Trump was building this great wall. The situation was starting to be taken care of, and now we're being overflooded by this is a mess. How? What about this? Well, if I was President Trump, what I would do is I would run in 2024. I would take uh, big, uh, handsome guys named Ron DeSantis, and uh, I would have him as my vice president instead of Mike Pence. We'll do it. Ron DeSantis, he's fantastic. And we would build the wall, and we'd actually, quite frankly, we'll build two walls. We're going to build one wall on top of the first wall and make it a double wall. It's going to be a big, beautiful wall. It's going to be a double wall. Nobody's going to be able to get over it. And uh, when you think about it, they're trying to get through. We're going to build a double wall, and it's going to be great. If I was President Trump, that's what I would do. And we would also, we would also have a fantastic time cutting taxes once again and being energy independent one more time because the only people that are being built back better are the Taliban, okay, China, of course, and Russia, Russia, Russia. They're selling uh, they're selling their oil to the rest of the world, and so they're building back better. We, we're getting teared down. We're being torn down from within. And uh, if I was President Trump, now a lot of people think I sound like him. I don't know about that. But I said, if I was President Trump, that's exactly what we would do. Double wall, maybe even a triple wall. And we'll continue to stack on uh, piles upon piles of barricades. They say that's racist, okay? What we want to do is make sure that the people that come into our country are good people and that they come in legally. There's nothing wrong with immigrants, but they have to be legal. And that's the one thing that we have to focus on, okay? So if I was President Trump, that's exactly what I would do. My final question, if I was speaking to President Trump, would be there's a lot of Americans that are very, very down right now. They, they're, they're, they're just watching and seeing what Sleepy Joe is doing. And I don't want to call him Sleepy Joe. I want to call him Communist Joe. Now, what, what they're doing and, and just seeing the demise of this nation in so many different areas. And some people are losing hope. So if you were President Trump, will you please give the people some words of encouragement for the future. If I was President Trump, what I would say is that the United States has never lost a war before, and we're not going to lose this one, okay? The spirit of our, of our nation is strong, stronger, quite frankly, than it's ever been in the history of our great country, and we're not going to let it fall to the evil wishes of communists, okay? That's what these people are. They're communists. Don't call them Democrats. They're not Democrats. They're commies, okay? And uh, I would say to the American people, have faith and the best is yet to come, believe me. Well, thank you, the person who says he is not President Trump, assures us he's not President Trump. And I will assure you he is not President Trump. He is Mr. Sean Farish, who uh, will be a guest later on in the show with his segment, conservative activist, founder of The Loud Majority, Sean Farish. Lieutenant General Michael Flynn and Mike Lindell, they're all over the country, but so is Mr. John DeLemme. John is everywhere. 
speaking the same message. What we need to do to save America. He's been for two decades a strategic business coach, marketing specialist, a podcaster, an author of more than 20 books, and he's spoken at more than a thousand events worldwide. He specializes on how to maximize capitalism. It used to be in Trump's booming economy, but now that things have fallen apart. Capitalism over communism. He's the founder of the Conservative Business Journal and podcast, and he has everybody on that. You got to check it out, people. New Gingrich, Diamond and Silk, Judge Jeanine Pyro, Mike Lindell, and Lieutenant General Flynn have been on his podcast, including me. He has had me on, too. Now, this time, John is so busy that we could not coordinate correctly, so... I'm going to introduce him and then let him take it away from the Conservative Business Journal studio. So I welcome to the show, Mr. John DeLemme. I am honored to be in the lair once again of the Conservative Business Journal. And John does a big time show from a hidden bunker somewhere in Florida. <laughs> it, I'm sure it rivals or su- far surpasses the Batcave. And I am so glad to be back in the lair again because this John has been so busy, so busy that I had to come to his conservative business journal and have him record me to be on my show, which I am <laughs> certainly glad to do. Because uh, John is, boy, you talk about game on and getting it, saving America, what we need to do. He's just been around the country nonstop talking about this. So I'm glad to bring back to the show once again, the founder of Conservative Business Journal, which is a podcast. And also he has his Conservative Business Journal website, John DeLemme. Thank you, Gary. And it's interesting, too, you talk about the Batcave and being down here in the hidden bunker. And I'm honored and blessed to uh, to uh, be traveling the country and, and speaking to real people. You know, that's who we are. That's why we're so centered and banned. And, and the fake news scares us because we're an online, offline media company. And we've been producing and I have some great contributors, some great writers. And obviously, I'm out there around the entire country. This isn't a game to me. I'm, I, I got stronger on the evening of November 3rd. I got more focused on the core of what we here at the conservative business journal stands for. And and today, Gary, and I'm honored again, once again, to be in your show and to be with some great, some just, just some incredible fellow patriots who are out there caring enough about the country to, to share the truth. And, you know, the core of the conservative business journal is real news for the American people to put American people first, prioritize American we are Americans. We are patriots in three words. As you know, Gary, you've been in my show numerous times. I've been in your show numerous times. Every time that I am interviewed or every time that I speak live, I tell people, grab a pen that writes and take notes. And I, I want you to, I want you to write down three words today. We, the people, you, you know, go. this isn't a game. We've heard that. We hear people say it. I know General Flynn will reference that numerous times. We, the people, but guys, take it to heart. You are a person. Hello. You are a person of the people. Everyone listening, 
is a very special ingredient in the recipe to save and protect America. You don't have to have a national voice like myself and Mike and, and General Flynn, Mike Lindell and General Flynn and travel the, the country or the, you know, the local person there in, in, in New York that, that, that's, that's going crazy up there, being loud, being proud, being vote. You don't have to be. On Farris, yeah. That, that, that kind of influence in your own mind. You are going in your own community. You know, Gary, I tell people, how are we going to save and protect this country? And, you know, the word conserve means to protect something from harm or destruction and to guard from corruption. I want to say it again. Conserve means to protect something from harm or destruction and to guard from corruption. And, you know, we, the people, we have to guard and protect our family. Start in your home, protect your home, get your home straightened out, get your values straightened out, stand, stand for American values, stand for the flag, stand for being pro-life, voter integrity, stand for law enforcement. You know, the core conservative values, Judeo-Christian values, one nation under God and God we trust, so, Gary, that's what we're protecting, conserving. I want everyone to realize you are very important people. Every one of you listening, all your listeners are part of the power of we the people. What the fake news is so scared of is we the people to conserve and, and be a local voice in your community, in your home, in your school board, in your city council. You know, I teach Gary, get your home straightened out, get your home straightened out, get your city straightened out. Get your city straightened out. Get your county straightened out. Go, go home, city, county, state, America. And are we going to win? Absolutely. I'm a very strong Judeo-Christian man, and God never loses. But God Amen. is certain for the warriors who, who will stand up, Gary. Amen. And you've said that right. Now, John, what we want everybody to do, because everybody is coming from a different position and everybody sees this a little bit differently, Tell people what we need to save America from, because there's still a lot of people out there, unfortunately, that I run into and maybe that you run into that just don't get it. They say, what's wrong with America? I'm prospering. And hey, it's a great country. What's the problem? Biggest thing, the biggest thing we have to save America from, and, I, and I obviously, you know, I've written many books and my most recent book I wrote, which is it's all it's amazing how, how God will put you through a journey for a reason. More than ever, we have to make capitalism great again. My book is titled Make Capitalism Great Again, How to Maximize America's Booming Economy, plus the ABCs of Socialism versus Capitalism, is right now the supply chain. Right now, we all have experienced supply chain. I have someone coming by my studio here that picked up 75 of our fate stands and fear on wristbands that we purchased from a company in, in America, and they were back ordered because of the supply chain for the printing ink for about three weeks. And he's literally coming by and picking up. I said... He just texted me. I said, I'm recording. So he's going to knock. He's, I put it outside the, the, the door here at the studio. For all of you listening, if you don't, you know, we're at a point right now in, in reference to America. If you don't see with your natural eye the problems of the supply chain, especially you're, you're up in New York, Gary, the law enforcement, you have people walking into retail stores in these blue states with calculators, Gary. And saying, hey, if it's under $1,000, you can't touch me. Right. You can steal it. I mean, guys, let that sink in. We've got to a point in America that people can, criminals, thieves, thugs, I call them pigs. They walk in, animals. They walk into a retail store. Do you know what it takes to build a business in America? You know what it takes to build a business, rent, rent a store, hire employees, get your license? Because I've been in I've conservative business journal. America was built. 
upon capitalism, Gary. This entire country was built upon legal immigration. It took God's talents, the talent of God, the skills and talents from laborers and workers and every one of you earning income somehow, some way. That's a talent God gave you. So when I get wound up on this, because when you look at this, the, the deadliest virus in America right now, the deadliest virus is communism from China. Communism wants to kill, steal, and destroy. My scripture is John 10, 10, I teach. So we have to protect ourselves. The supply chain, the price, used cars are up 22%. Real estate is skyrocketing because no one's moving obviously even out of America. But the reason why real estate's skyrocketing too is because of the, the cost of lumber, the cost of supplies. Just, just look at the produce shelves. Look at the food shelves. Look at everything going on. And they're going for a radical economic social shutdown by Christmas with these, with these communism vaccine mandates for a useless, the vaccine is a biochemical device set up to destroy and track people. Not sure how your listeners feel about it, Gary, but that's how I stand. I'm very strong on it. And you brought a lot of people on your show to that will back that point up and steer people to where they can get the information, correct? Many people, because my brother, I was 11. My brother was 14 and he was killed by the medical system. He died of the C word, C-A-N-C-E-R. And I don't even say the word. I've been in this game of health. My first book I wrote 19 years ago, I said, without health, you're broke. I'm 56. I'm, I'm rock solid health, not, not by some, not by sitting around and playing games. I work out every day. I eat healthy. I'm very focused on a human body God gave you. This is a war. We are obviously General Flynn, one of the greatest warriors in American history. We're in an active war. So when people have to open up their eyes, you can't be, you know, you can't have a hatred get you so delusional that you don't think there's a problem now. There's a massive problem. That's why obviously Mike Lindell is a great friend of mine, been on my show numerous times. I'm, I'm excited he's on your show today. You know, Mike is, you know, obviously identifying all of the voter integrity. And I, I call about forensic audits. We have to audit the 2020 election because, and just to, just, to, just to recap it, you know, my family came from Italy, Gary, in 1913. 1913, nine of them with $17 in their pocket, two weeks on a boat through LSI legal immigration. They came to America to prosper with a dream, with a vision, the ability to produce, to fail, to learn. To, to, to give an opportunity, one nation under God. It came to America with $17 for two weeks on a boat. And it, and it came through Ellis on legal immigration. Build a wall, legal immigration, prosper and earn. Right now, we, it's conservatives against communists. There's no Democratic or Republican Party basically left. The rhinos are horrific. McConnell is a joke. These guys are a joke. I mean, they, you, they, you know, they don't stand up to the vax mandates, most of them. Meanwhile, they put in Congress, they don't have to get the vaccine for their right. job. I mean, guys, wake up. Look, and the reason why, Gary, and I say this very respectfully, and I appreciate you coordinating or recording this, the reason why I am interviewed many times, I've interviewed six times last week in other shows, I'm booked every weekend to travel around the country because there's more of us than them, Gary. And what, what excites me is, is the huddle house waitress. At 2 a.m. when I walk in, can I share a story, Gary? Please do. This is your forum. You know, my, my wife and I travel. Obviously, my, my, my wife travels the country with us. We have team members that, that, that do. I mean, we obviously run a company. We're a for-profit business. This, I'm not a PAC. I'm not a politician. I've been running Conservative Business Journal for years. I had over 2 million subscribers on YouTube, 5,400 videos on YouTube, millions and millions of views. Gary, you were on my show when we were averaging 35 to 50, 60,000 live views. Remember? I remember. 
And now, you know, we're, we're battling massive censorship because, because they're afraid of our voice because we're sharing the truth. So for all the trolls listening, and I, I actually saw slide screenshots of when I had those amount of views live. And obviously through the podcast platform we have for years, we have many more, many more listens than that, but it's just the trolls for the views. But back to the point, we were speaking at an event in South Carolina. And uh, we went to the huddle house. That's, that's, what, that's what patriots eat when everything else is closed. And, and we walk in. It's about one in the morning. I, you know me in my uniform. I, I have my suit on. I have my tie on, my patriotic tie, my, my, red, white, my, my red, white, and blue pin. Did you uniform. have your sword with you? I would, the sword was in the car. Okay. <laughs> but I, It's I not a real sword, people. It's a plastic sword it's, just it's so you plastic, don't get killed. Right. It, it's a plastic one I travel with, but I do have here a beautiful – I have two beautiful real swords here in, in, the, in the studio. Second Amendment combined with the uh, God sword. So this uh, young lady, she's black conservative, comes over and she says, I love your tie. And I say, thank you. And I, and I always respond back down. People go, I like your tie. I say, what do you like about it? Pay attention, everybody. Pay attention. I could do an hour show with you, Gary, on this. I said, what do you like about the tie? And people, people will look at the tie and stare at my flag tie. They'll stare at it. Some get it very emotional. You know, have women, have people look at it and go, I had one woman looked at it and she started crying. And I said, it's okay. She says, I lost my son in the military. I said, that's why I do what I do, young lady. That's why, I, that's why people, you stand for the flag at my event. You don't take a knee. If you don't take a knee, if, if you're in a neighborhood at four in the morning with a gun and you shoot at a cop, you're going to get shot. Taking a knee for the flag has nothing to do with police reform. It's an excuse for the communist. But let me stay on track. So the young lady, she's probably in the mid-70s, working at the huddle house. Working, she's out there working, not sitting home like a lazy slob, slothful. The Bible hates slothfulness. Taking money from the communist. She's out working. She goes, I, I love you, Ty, son. So what do you like best about it? She goes, I just love this country. But there I'm you scared. Go. But I'm scared, Gary. So what are you scared for? She goes, I'm scared for my grandchildren because I hear things coming out of her mouth and they just don't, they just don't know what we have here in this country. She goes, what do you do? I said, I'm a speaker. I'm an influence. I influence people to think differently, to think and love this country. And I said, I just did a message here locally at a, at a, at a, at a conservative event. I talked about what it means to be a true conservative patriot and willing to take a stand by faith for the fight against the radicals. And I talked about, you know, what one can do in a school board, what can they do in their home, their business and conservative values. And she started crying. She goes, thank you for what you're doing. She goes, I never thought in my life I get to a point. My, she's probably mid seventies that, uh, I'd I, I be afraid that we're, we're going to lose this country. And I said, not under my watch. I said, I educate people and I empower people. And I said, you're out there working and you're respecting a flag. And I, I said, I, and, and I said, you stand for the flag. How do you feel about law enforcement? Because I, I love my cops. She goes, my cops are protecting my whole life. And she, and then, and she, then she said, thank you. And she tried to bless my wife and I with dinner with, but Gary, we are Judeo Christians. We are to lead people better than we left. We blessed her. And she came out to the car and she was in tears. When we blessed her, Gary, we blessed her. I believe Let me you tell you did. something. We blessed her. Guys, conservatives build businesses to be a blessing. You can't tithe being broke. And I talk about this. I'm very strong on this. And, you know, it's we the people, Gary. There's more of us than them. And she said, she says, I'll pray for you. I said, pray Psalm 91 of my wife and our team and our family and America. Prayer protection. That's up. the prayer of protection. And I said, right now, I said, we're out there. I said, you know, but there's more of us than them. You know, another story, we're checking in an airport and uh, 
they asked my wife, Christy, they say, what are you here for? My, well, my wife's, my, my husband's a conservative speaker and he's speaking at an event and the guy looks over his left shoulder, right shoulder, and she shows the flyer. As a matter of fact, General Flynn, it was an event I was out with, uh, with you speaking and uh, the manager comes out, the girl called the manager, the manager comes out and says, I'd like you to meet Mrs. Delemi. She's here with her husband, John. And I did a quick duck, duck, go search of John and oh my gosh, it's an honor to, to be able to rent a car to you. Well, the, the, the owner comes, the rental car manager comes out, blesses us, Gary, gives us the largest car he's had ever. And he goes, I want to let you know that I'm a very strong conservative. I'm a dad. I'm a grandfather. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for not being afraid to be out the public. He's speaking about conservative values and, you know, what we can do as citizens. And I can go on and on, Gary, with the, what, what, you know, what's excites me. And I've obviously shared the platform many times with Mike Lindell and General Flynn, they're great friends of mine and so forth. But more importantly, it's we, the people. It's, it's the people at the huddle house. It's the young lady working at the rent a car place that gets encouraged and inspired that we're out there conserving and protecting because communism right now, the supply chain, the law enforcement, just the vax mandates. I mean, you're a sport expert, Gary. I know many of your listeners probably noted about you. I mean, I mean, who would ever thought that a basketball player has to basically walk off his million dollar career because he's not willing to take a vaccine? There you go. I mean, guys, wake up with this vaccine mandate. And I'm one of my quotes is God will give you a job. Don't take the jab. People go, John, that's really easy for you to say. And I know what you, some listeners will say, but let me explain it to you. Look, well, I got to keep the jab for my, for my, I got to get the jab from, for my, for my paycheck. Well, let me tell you what went on with us. It's not a game, YouTube. We run a media company. This is, I don't do this part-time. This is a, we run the conservative business journal. We have a full store now. We built conservative marketplace. This isn't a game. I have employees I've been doing this for years. We're an online, offline media company. We, we print magazines. We have a business and a media company. You earn income on advertising through Google online and obviously YouTube. We all know that. Well, when you have, you know, 2 million subscribers, 5,400 videos, you have a multiple six-figure business you're running. And within 72 hours, and I know when, when General Flynn, when one of the presentation was actually at Pressy's event back in June, Rock the Red. When General I remember Flynn when this the- happened. I remember. You know, he sat through my full presentation and he said, you know, they're, they're suffocating and trying to kill your business. And basically what the communists are trying to do is trying to tell who's essential, who's not essential. So when we lost it all. I met my wife and I sitting there going, I'm not going to change my voice. I'm not going to change my values. Going back to what a conservative is and a conservative is a person. And this is in my book. A conservative is a person that stands firm on traditional values and refuses to compromise on those values for anyone or anything or vaccine mandate. I want to put that in there. So we, in order for our business, they said, look, we'll put you back up. We won't send you, but you can't talk about election integrity. You can't talk about illegal aliens. You can't talk about communism or abortion. So what am I going to, what am I going to be a Fox news conservative pundit and, and call Arizona? I know we got Mike, my man, Mike on. Ding, call ding, Arizona. ding, 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 ding. I mean, before Boy, you Florida. hit the jackpot there. You know, what am I going to be a conservative pundit who just gets a paycheck and says, well, you know what? The vaccine is a choice. If you want to do it, whatever. Guys, this is because I have to answer to Jesus Christ and my grandfather Amen. who's in heaven right now. Amen. And my, and my dad who's 92. And I'm, and I'm not some weak Christian who sits around and plays games. I'm talking to, I'm talking to Gideon. I'm talking to, I'm talking to David who used Goliath's sword to cut his head off. I'm talking warrior Christ. I'm talking, I'm talking full armor of faith and going into, we're in hands on deck now, Gary, full enemy territory. So that week, that couple of days, we said, look, we got our voice. We'll build it. We'll build it. 
And obviously I'm banned on YouTube for life and demonetized on Google for life. Obviously we're speaking everywhere, everywhere around the country. And Gary, the tears that are shed, and, I, and these are two words I hear. I just spoke at one of my favorite groups locally here, the Trump's Tuesday Therapy Group, and I love that group. They're just a great group. You know, what inspires me is like when we're done speaking, the, the waitress comes up and says, uh, I hope you don't mind, but one, 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 during your presentation, I had my phone playing. I recorded about five minutes of it to send it to my dad because my dad's confused because my dad's around. Just what she said, my dad's around weak men who think it's okay to take a knee for the flag and it's, and he's compromising his values because he's afraid. And you can't compromise because socialism is the snake, Gary. It slithers in. Communism is the bite. Communism is the venomous head. And the head right now is showing it in America. The supply chain, from a business perspective, they want to shut down businesses. They want to control people with government money. That's communism. And the communism, is, there's no choice. There's no God's talent. For all of you listening, the biggest challenge you have right now is there are those of you some of you are afraid to let God open up the next level for you in your, your career. I'm not speaking this from 2021 to 2026. You're going to see the largest growth of God's talents ever in American history. You're going to see the greatest entrepreneur, the greatest entrepreneurs, the greatest business moves. I said, I say this all the time, Gary, and I want to share it in your show. If I wasn't doing what I was doing right now, and literally where we hitting the road again this weekend, and we're speaking in Maryland and South Carolina and Ohio in Virginia, if I wasn't doing what we're doing, speaking and teaching, and I'm a teacher, you know, I, I obviously you see me do my fired up message, but I love digging into my book and teaching, really getting people to take notes and teach and learn and then be encouraged and empowered and educated and go out and stand locally for what they believe in. And so, you know what, I'm not going to take the jab. I'm going to, God's been giving me a dream to, uh, there's a company that needs some help right now. I'm going to go work for them, earn some income while I build my dream. God's given me a dream years ago to start this business, launch this product, uh, do something. But you got to step out. I said to myself, if I wasn't doing what I was doing, I would open up a store, a retail store and say, Patriots wanted no mask or vaccine mandates required. And preferably if you wear a mask, you're not allowed in. And preferably if you are vaccinated, it was your choice. But preferably we don't want your shedding. I hear you. Now, look, now, hold on, John, John, I, I have to get this in. Because I'm so glad that you told those two stories about ordinary, everyday people that you meet, that the few times that I go out, because, you know, I don't go out much, but the few times I go out, the type of people I meet, you know, on my Nation Savers uh, 2021 page on Facebook, the motto is just get one flip blue to red. Just get one flip blue to red. The stories you told are about the hidden majority of people out there. Remember you said there's more of us yep. than there are them. A lot of people, the left doesn't want you to know that. The mainstream media doesn't want you to know that. They want to make you think that you are in the minority and see there's a whole lot of people out there that when you run into them, this is what they tell you. Please expound on that because I'm sure this is what you're finding around the country. Uh, there Everywhere, rental cars, hotels, restaurants, everywhere we go, Gary, I have never met someone who's confronted me, yelled at me in the back of my car. It says Trump 2020, keep America great. You've seen that across the back of my car. Mm -hmm. They're, 
in other words, no matter where we go, rent a car places, hotels, and I and I, and I'm pausing for seconds. I want people to understand this that if we're at if we're at restaurants, we've got dinners blessed to us, and we always bless people back. But there is there is waitresses, servers, hotel managers, rent a car shops, retail stores, you name it. Right, just got my car serviced yesterday. The Eurotech, which is a local business here that services European cars, they're tremendous. They're they they we go in and we have like a, a mini conservative conversation because and what happens is is the fake news wants to intimidate us on, on that. But, but Gary, name a few places. Just just name some places you would think that maybe some people are at. I don't even know, John. I'll just tell you this exactly what you just said. The last time I was with you and Christy, as you know, was down in Greenville, South Carolina, Rock the Red back in January. I ran into the same thing when I got to South Carolina and had to be searched and they go through your luggage and everything. Right. The guy that that was running the uh, the security there, a black gentleman, conservative, the person that drove me from the airport to the hotel black person, conservative, the person who drove me back from the hotel three days later to the airport, white gentleman, conservative. A lot of these people, they won't tell you what they are, but when they see you have an American flag pin or when they ask you what you do and you tell them, and I told them I do, I do a conservative political talk show, boy, they, they're just saying, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm down for the struggle. I'm with you. I just can't tell a lot of people. Otherwise, I may not have a job. But this is what we're finding out. And, you know, just to name companies, I don't know, John, but I do know this. You have a message that you deliver right now to people, a message of encouragement. Please tell them what that is. And it's encouragement to be who you are and don't cower down. Like, don't wear a mask. That's just just a mask is the beginning of the seed of destruction. No matter where you go, be proud, be loud, be vocal, be confident. And a conservative means we got to protect it. You, you have grandchildren and children. Stay strong. Protect those values. Conservative. And guys, you're a business owner. There's more of us than them. There's more of us than them. And I, Gary, can I, can I share a story that will, you will definitely appreciate, your listeners will appreciate. You're going to love this as a, as a radio show host. You ready for this one? I'm ready. I had someone, uh, which is probably four days ago, I guess. Because my, my assistant, Kelly, took the call. And Kelly, then I called the person back. And I know who he was. And he's like, he's like John, I got to ask you a question. I see you book speaking. I went to your speaking schedule. You're booked here, booked there two, three times a week. And, you know, like you're so censored. He says, I said, well, the difference is I ain't censored in God's eyes. I'm censored in, you see, you're more concerned about Facebook and YouTube than you're about God. You're a Christian, right, man? Mm -hmm. You're a Christian. You're, you're a quote unquote Christian. But you keep saying President Biden together. He's not the president. The president, right. He's not the president. He's a criminal. And you keep talking about his board. He doesn't have a border policy. It's open borders to feed human trafficking and sex trafficking. When a supply is low, fill the supply. 
95% of children across the border will never reconnect with their parents. They're for fentanyl and for sex trafficking and human trafficking. That's just a fact. So the problem is you won't say it on any of your shows. So why would I have a book you to come and speak at a conservative event? Because you're a coward. That's what I said to him, Gary. I understand. I mean, guy, pay attention. You know, and Gary, even when you share the stories from June, right now, people, are, people, it's like oxygen. It's like when I'm around them, like literally, I, I, I have our swag wear on it. Not that we're wearing audio right now, but I'm pulling up like you can see me. I have my conservative business journal, Real News for the American People logo on my awesome red shirt. And I know when I go out, people look at that. They look at it, they go, man, I love that. And I tell them, what do you love about it? They usually love the flag. And I say, real news for American people. Guys, all of you, today, make a decision after listening to this. Walk out, going back to how we started, Gary. In your home, be confident. Go to your local grocery store. Your, your, we you got your car serviced and walk in and don't shy. We'll go, oh, yeah, that Biden, nice. He's a criminal. They stole the election. It's the supply chain. I'm sick and tired of paying 25% more for my 10% more for my bacon, 20% more for my meat. And there's, 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 there's no choice here. I go to Mexican restaurants. There's no avocados now. Now the bananas are, you know, you got you got I have to have the people here locally text us because they're concerned. You're going to love this story, Gary. You're going to love the guy. You want to you hear about America? Want to hear this one? I'm listening. So is everybody else. There's a young kid who works in a store here, 22 years of age. Great kid. Black kid, black conservative. I, I can't stand after to use color. I never saw color. It's just stupid. But the, but the radical left thinks that, you know, the dumbest thing you could tell me is you got to be a moron to call Lindell Flynn or me a racist. That is so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. You know, Jim O'Flynn was in more foxholes than you'll ever be in your life. And you call her, you're just an insecure, ignorant communist. That's who they are, Gary. Or a useful idiot if they're not a communist being yeah, used just, by the communists. It's just, it's just, it's, it's really... It's really ridiculous. And so we get it. There's a young kid who will text us. Say, look, we got bananas in. Come and get them before they go. I'll put some in the back for you. Why, Gary? He's a young kid, strong Christian boy, been through a lot in life. God rescued him. Incredible, incredible transformation life. And he goes, he goes, I love what you do. I don't, I don't, I, I think, I think Biden's creepy. I, I, I look in his eyes and, and I and I see I, I see someone who will I'll be very direct. He, he was a victim of sexual abuse. I see in his in his beady black eyes. I see a sexual demon. I see it. I see him as, as a sexual abuser and abuser of children because I was abused as a child in a foster home. And he goes, I look at him and I, and I get the creeps. And that young man, when I'm out there, Gary, and I'm out there fighting and speaking and teaching and traveling and everything we're doing because a 22 year young man is in is in a store here locally. Who knows we he we have his back to protect this country, Gary, through what we do. You see that, Gary? I hear you. John, yeah. you know, as always, you brought the heat. And you know, I'm going to have you back on because uh you're out there and you're in the uh crossfires. So before you go and before you tell people how they can reach you and your great publications and about all your books and everything, anything you want to promote, give the people your final shot here. Just tell them, you know, finally, what's the last thing you want to say to just get people fired up, to go out and vote, to support President Trump, whatever you want to say to, uh, because there's so many people that are depressed. And as you know, we don't have time to be depressed because as you, you're always keeping me up, you know, game on and we're warriors and we're just pressing ahead. So for those 
who it's a bit of a struggle for, what would you like to say to them as words of encouragement? You're in America. You are listening to this, which means you're prosperous. You have an opportunity. How are you listening to this podcast? This awesome radio show. I'll you have a smart. What is it, Gary? I said, thanks for that. Comp. Oh, you're very welcome. Like, Tremendous show. You have a smartphone. You're prosperous. You have an, you can hear, which means you can learn. Wow. God gives you two ears and two eyes. You can learn. You can listen. You can read great books. You can, you can work. You can earn income. You can tithe. You can give to God. You're so blessed. It's incredible. You have oxygen. You can breathe. You have a human, you have a human body that you can get healthier and stronger. And let me grab a pen that writes and write down today is day one. Enough is enough. I'm an American. I'm proud. I'm a family man, a family woman. I love America. I believe in traditional marriage. I believe there's only two genders. I believe in law enforcement, the Second Amendment, standing for the flag. I believe in legal immigration. And I'm going to pray to God like Solomon did. And God, give me wisdom. Today is day one. We the people. Gary Binford, John, let me inspire me, gave me the courage to step out. And I believe, I'm going to protect my family. I'm going to protect my family. I'm going to protect this country. And I'm going to go out. I'm going to, I'm going to work like I've never worked. I'm going to work two jobs, three jobs. I'm going to earn more income than ever. I'm going to create a product to service. I'm going to patronize conservatives. And I'm, I'm going to let people know there's more of us than them. And I'm going to make sure that I demand a forensic audit of the 2020 election because I want fair and free elections. We have to have a forensic audit of the evidence of every single vote. The most valuable asset in America to conserve America's republic is a vote. So, Gary, that's, what, that's how blessed we are. I wake up every day with the opportunity to get stronger emotionally and physically and obviously working hard. And we're working hard. I've never, I've never worked this hard in my life, Gary. I've never worked as hard as we're working. I mean, night and day, it's nonstop. I feel such a responsibility when I, when I meet people. And I, I, I see the love they have for this country and the veterans who've, you know, like my dad said, who's 92, you know, the reason why people take a knee for the flag because they never took a bullet for it. That's the reason why. Yeah, John, you know, you, you bring so much truth and, you know, you're always welcomed on this show because uh, we've met several times and I know your heart and all the fruits of your labor and Christie's labor, it's going to come to fruition because the left will not win. God is going to drop a hammer on evil, just like he dropped the Red Sea on Pharaoh's army. And uh, America will go back to its constitutional roots. We need his help because we've given away too much of the store. But it's, right. it's, it's encouraging that people like you are out there just showing people the way, lighting the path up, setting the way for what's about to come, because evil will not win this battle. Please tell people how they can reach you and about your outstanding publications and books, anything you'd like to promote. Sure, guys, real simple. You, you guys, because I'm banned and censored on most platforms, you guys can find me on Telegram. My channel is CBJ Real News, CBJ for Conservative Business Journal, CBJ Real News. And then, I have a, and then on my Rumble channel, where, where, I, where I broadcast all of my podcast shows and also on Telegram, my Rumble channel is CBJ Real News. And then our website, which all of you, I highly suggest to go there, visit it, conservativebusinessjournal.com. Real simple, three words, conservativebusinessjournal.com. Subscribe at your best email. And Gary, you get my emails every morning, 11 a.m. We send out some of the greatest conservative writings. I have 22 contributors who have great writings. And then, and then also, we truly appreciate you patronizing and supporting and showing support for what we do. And, and when you visit conservativebusinessjournal.com, you will see there's a store icon there. And I'm very proud, through the grace of God, to have, have founded the conservativemarketplace.com. It's two words, conservativemarketplace.com. As of right now, there's 29 independent patriots, business owners, entrepreneurs, variety of products from nutritional supplements to cosmetics, to soap, to coffee, 
to patriotic pins, hats, and all of my books are in there, and all of our all of our motivational patriotic artwork is in there. And we got we got great artists in there. And look at the store, patronize the store. And uh, that's how we save America. That's how what we're doing, Gary, is we got God's talent. So conservativebusinessjournal.com, you'll see the store icon there. Make sure you shop around the store. And uh, then also make sure you submit your email for our, to, to be in our email database, which is awesome. John, I, I, am, I am so surprised by your modesty here. Come on, man. Tell the people about the podcast. Everybody and anybody has been on your podcast. You didn't even drop a couple names. Come on, let them know. I no. just, I, I, I just, everybody. Yeah. I mean, General Flynn, Mike Lindell, Gary Binford, I've interviewed 268 people. Newt we, Gingrich we, and on and on and on. I just, I just interviewed uh, Pete Navarro this week from the, from the Trump administration. Uh, you, you, you name the influencer. They, they've been on my show and I say it respect. I've been podcasting for years. And I, when you visit conservativebusinessjournal.com, you'll see up there the podcast icon. That's, and that's at CBJ Real News, but it's all on our main website. We have now we cleared 120 million downloads of our podcast series, Gary. So we were, you know, you uh, name it. I had Judge Deneen, you know, Dominant Silk, uh, Mike, you know, obviously Mike Lindell. Hey, you know, that's where you, and these interviews are great because John, John will let them talk and you're going to hear the type of stuff you wouldn't hear on Fox News or any of these other networks. Oh, you won't, you won't go near Fox. I mean, I've done about 16 episodes on the vaccine because I'm very into health. My dad's 92. My mom's 90. Then, then my dad called Pfizer. I, I just had the Pfizer whistleblower on this week. I've had I've had I've had numerous doctors on unpacking the vaccine, unpacking the the, the, the COVID protocol. I had Dr. Brian Artis on, you know, so I can go on. The, the, and that's why when you, when you go to my Rumble channel, my Telegram, you'll see I, I rebroadcast all that on there. And then obviously you guys can when you go to Conservative Business Journal, you will see there the uh, podcast, the, the little podcast menu there. And Gary's been on numerous. Gary, you've been on six, seven times, I believe you're, you're on in the library of episodes. I I look sometimes and I'm amazed. I'm saying, gee, uh, I'm on with these people. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah. I You know, I'm really humbled by it that you found it. I remember when I first met you down at Rock the Red and Chrissy had this movie. And I'm like, he said, you want to come on my show? And I'm like, why? <laughs> you know, why me? Who am I? Well, let me I, I tell you why. I, thank I, you very because, much. That, that's right when I was starting out. Maybe you saw something that no, I didn't what, know. I tell you what I saw, Gary. God's given me discernment. Even though I, when I'm interviewed, I talk a lot, but I do a lot of interviews. And I've written, you know, you can't write 20 books talking. You know, I learn a lot. I'm, I'm a learner. I'm a listener. I, I, God's given me a good ear of discernment. When I first met you, I saw your heart through your eyes. I saw your commitment to this country. There's a very rare amount of, you know, I turned down nine out of 10 guests from my show right now, because we are one of the most sought after conservative podcast shows out there. And they have to be all in. They can't be on the edge of anything. They can't be on the edge. I mean, you've got to be, and you're all in there. You love this country. You understand election fraud and election fraud. You understand the communism. You're an expert on Marxism. You understand it. You understand that there's no such thing as color. I mean, so I saw that right away. So my, my whole goal was to give you more of a platform and get you out there. And I'm excited for your radio show. And you're awesome. Make sure you guys listen to, you know, Gary's the interviewer on his show. Make sure you come to my show. You can go to, you can go to my website and you, you can look on the podcast on the library of episodes and you can uh, go in alphabetical order. You'll see Binford. He's on there numerous times. And also our podcast app. You can go on your smartphones and download conservative business journal and we're on every podcast platform as you are now, Gary. So we're, we're well, we're, 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 thank, thank you. Thank you so much for, for, you know, 
for your you know belief in me and uh, for your kind words. But people, John, you know, it, this is the new media. See, you, you can't go to the mainstream media anymore. You can't trust Fox News anymore. You're going to where you're going to start getting your news is from places like the conservative business journal that is only going to give you the truth. And 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 this is one of the best outlets you can find. So please check it out. Conservative Business Journal. John, thank you. You know, you're always welcome to be a guest on the show. And thank you. And keep on doing what you're doing. God bless you, Christy, the family. And don't let them grind you down. Oh, we're going to great grind us down. And real quick, remember, we didn't have time to do it in the next show. Remember, David used Goliath's sword to cut his head off. There you he go. He used his own sword. It was David's, it was Goliath's sword that fell on the ground. And David picked it up and said, enough is enough, you rhino, and cut his head off and moved on and said, enough. I'm just warning you. A little side note. <laughs> yeah, and don't forget, you know, there's only one spot in that armor, on the head, underneath the helmet, and David only threw one stone. You know, right. God, God guided that stone. So here's another thing. People, you got to understand, God's going to drop a hammer, but then we're going to have to He's, take out the trash, right, God? No, that's what God, people are saying, what's the plan, Delemi? What's the plan? God's going to move. God's going to move. But then we, but you see, but John, since you brought this up, it's a very important thing that people need to understand. God brought the walls of Jericho down, but Joshua had to go finish the job. God steered that stone, but the, now the Hebrews had to go and kill all the Philistines. Elijah brought down the prophets of Baal, but after that happened, after God rained down, you know, the fire on the altar, then the people had to kill all of Jezebel's prophets. There's going to be a time, and That's this right. is why John's out there doing and saying what he's saying. Because there's going to be a time when we're going to have to rise up and again take out the trash. Okay. Well, let me give, no, there's no question about it. I mean, I mean, it's, you know, like it's this. This is a, a faithful season. I mean, it's Christian warrior time. You know, when I, a little little side note, you take the number 2021, Gary. Listen. Take that number. You take 2021 minus 1776. You know what you get? I'm listening. 245, 245. You know what that means? Two terms for 45, baby. Hey, he's coming. He's coming. So let that sink in. Talk hey, to God gave me hey. that one morning. This is it. 2021. Hey. He'll be back. It's just a matter we of time. A weed, yeah, I mean, we were on a weed of people moment. There's no question about it. Thank you, Gary. You're awesome, my brother. Thank you. God bless you and the family, John. My next guest has a, there's a soft spot in my heart for this individual. When I first went to a conservative convention. It was a couple of years ago called Rock the Red down in Greenville, South Carolina. And Lucretia Hughes had told me I should go down there. This is the place to be. This is the place to meet and bond with like-minded conservative individuals. So I trucked down there. Uh, and the first day, they started at either eight or nine o'clock in the morning. I'm not really a morning person. I get up trudge down to the ballroom. My eyes are closed. I got one eye off open with a cup of coffee. And Lucretia, praise God, was the first guest because within five minutes, she not only had my eyes wide open and my ears wide open, I wanted to go out and save America. And that's what she does. She is the co-founder of Fallback Production Studios. She is involved in Georgia with the Tea Party Patriots, the National Rifle Association, 
She's a conservative activist who's for God, family, country, and a strong supporter of President Trump. And I don't know how she does this, but she hosts Real News with Lucretia Hughes, a show that absolutely rocks three hours a day during the week. I don't know how she finds the time to do this. I welcome to the show, Lucretia Hughes. Hey, everybody. I'm so glad people cannot see me because um, taking compliments is something I'm not good at. So I'm sure I'm, I'm blushing and I probably am. Lucretia, you were on my live show about five, six, seven times. So you should you should be used to this by now. But anyway, you know, the, the title of what we're talking about is Saving America. And I always remembered every time I bring you on, on the live show, I'd say, Lucretia, what are you doing? And you say, I'm out here trying to save America. Please qualify that and explain to people what that means. That means taking the wherewithal and the gumption, the individuality that you have, your voice, everything that makes you an individual soul, you get out there and you fight for what you truly believe in. And that's no matter if you have no one walking beside you, you still, you get up, you do what you have to do, especially as myself and my husband, we have eight grandchildren now. There's no way I'm going to have those little small eyes look at us and say, Grandma, why didn't you do anything to stop this? So I always say this. We all have to take individual accounts on Judgment Day. And one of my greatest fears and biggest fears is to get up there and they open up that uh, the book of life. And I'm mm -hmm. not... And he asked me why I didn't use the abilities that he gave me to do something. So that is why I do what I got to do, not only for myself, my husband, my grandchildren, because that is what God commands us to do is to get out there and witness in his name. Because right now he's been taken out of everything. And there's attack on our fundamental foundation of America and our spirituality right now. This is absolutely true. And that's my second question was going to be, what does America need to be saved from? Wrap it down. OK, let's do this. We the people told you so. Well, I'm about to tell you now. High inflation ever been before. Having higher gas, no food on the shelves, turning to Venezuela, having ships beyond ships outside of our borders while being attacked from the inside. We also have to worry about our civil liberties being snatched away when our founding fathers made sure that we had the ability because a man didn't give us our inherent rights. It came from the man upstairs. So you could take it from the economy to the Department of Education, to the DOJ, to the FBI, to the Biden administration. Let's go, Brandon. We could talk about it all because that is what we're being attacked on. We had four years of reprieve when it comes to President Donald J. Trump. So now that he's no longer in office, I hope people learn how to stack up, stock up. I hope people became preppers, because if you don't see the writing on the wall right now that our country is literally crumbling from within, from both political parties, from both political mm -hmm. parties, I'm not the problem. You are. Yes, this is true. Now, how how is your message received? Because you speak, and you're going to talk about a little later about going, you're going to be down in Florida and talking, if I, you're going to be out about what you do. You speak, but you also do real news with you, Lucretia Hughes. So you're reaching people through the airways, which you burn up, and you're also reaching them face to face. How are you, how are you received? I, I'm received well. 
it just depends on who feet I'm stepping on. I'm received well as long as I don't uh, point out the hypocrisy within our own political side, and that's the Republican side, because we can look at the Chuck, I mean, I'm sorry, we can look at the Mitch McConnells up there. We can look at the Mitten Romneys. We can look at the Lindsey Grahams that's supposed to uphold our motto as being Republicans. That's less taxes, uh, less uh, government, and more self-responsibility. But when you compromise, especially when it comes to this $3.5 trillion scam, and now that I'm finding out that there are actually paying uh, the, what is a journalist? We're not going to call them journalists. We're going to call them propagandists. $50,000 to push up lies to the American people. I have a problem with it. So I don't care if people don't like what I have to say. My father always says, if you don't like what she has to say, pick your toes up and put them in your pocket because she's bound to step on them. This Especially is true. Yeah, this is true. And please tell people, uh, because I learned and watched long time ago when I first met you, what it's like when people step to you with non-truth, especially <laughs> liberal propaganda. Try it if you want to. Now, I usually don't say anything unless I've had the receipts. And receipts for people that don't know, I need a proof to back it up because I'm not a conspiracy theorist. The only thing between me and a conspiracy is six months, and that's the truth. So if you don't like how I present myself, I'm not polished and never have been and don't want to be because that means to you put your spit back in your mouth. I like who I am and I, I appreciate the woman that God is molding me to be. And as long as I'm doing the will of him and I can sleep at night and close my eyes without a second thought or regret, then I'm on the right path. But I must be on the right path if he continuously opening up these doors that I never thought I would be able to walk in to begin with. Why? Because I had four children before. Before I was 20. Why? Because I lived in the projects. I'm everything that the Democrats always say they want to help. I'm that number that got away. I'm that exception to the rule that Joe Biden loves to say, you ain't black if you don't vote Democrat. I'm that exception to the rule because I know how to raise my children. I know about the internet and I actually know black people that are attorneys and accountants and everything else. So when you having someone like that, that people always say you need to learn your history. But if you can see me live, my history is sitting behind me because I have the last slave in my family picture behind me who has taught legacy after legacy, generation after generation, exactly who we are, what we're fighting for, and that you always have pride in what you do. So if black people, and let's stop calling it because I'm, I'm sick of us dividing ourselves. That was poor white people back then, Hispanics, Indians, that was treated the same way as black people was. So if those people had across the board was going through the same thing, why are we dealing with it right now in the year of 2021? And now that I have four biracial grandchildren and four black grandchildren, there's no way I'm finna um, put a separation in the midst of them. They're going to be taught love, honor, character, respect, and integrity. And I better hear yes, ma'am, and no, sir, coming out your mouth, because I don't deal with disrespect when it comes from children. Absolutely. And I hear some people, some of the liberals, if they're listening, and I hope they are, because they need this more than uh, we do. But some people, you know the name, sell out, this, that, and the other thing. Well, you see, the interesting thing about most of us, most of us who are black, which I am, were Democrats. So tell them about your upbringing, your background, and how you got from there to here, because it is quite a story. 
Because I didn't know no better. Did nobody tell us the real deal of the, the political arena? No one ever explained it, the difference between, between a Republican and a Democrat. So when I finally got saved and I changed my life after going to the 18th funeral in 18 months of all young black men, I decided to, to you know, be converted or believe in the blood of Jesus Christ will wipe away my sins. So that day I went and I said, you know what? I've, I've been a battered woman. I've been on poverty. I've been on welfare. I've been on so many things that I could get other young black women because I can't speak for black men. I'm a black woman. So I could go talk to the girls. I could talk to women to get them out of the situation because you think there's no hope. So when I went to the Democratic Party of Spartanburg, South Carolina, and I asked them, could I run for office at the age of 25? The woman looked at me and she said, you have to wait your turn. You don't belong here. And, and that really crushed me. That crushed my heart and my soul because I didn't think I mounted to a hill of beans when it looked, came to the Democratic Party. So when I decided to change my life, and I keep telling, because you got to give the dude credit where credit is due, was Barack Hussein Obama, smooth-talking snake salesman. I fell for everything, lying and hook, because we've never, ever had a black person run for president. But when he got up there and started stuttering over his oath of office, I said, whoa, I need to sit back and watch. When he sent away the Winston bus, to, uh, bus back to England, I said, uh-uh, we can't do this. And then when he got up there and put more focus on the homosexuality community, I don't care. I ain't getting into the alphabet swamp soup. You, you love who you love. Don't push that on me. But when I realized that he is going against every fundamental thing that my family taught us, and that is God, family, and my country, then I can no longer support him. But when they booed God three times on worldwide television, when the Democrat had a national convention, I said I made the right choice because I can't be a part of a party that don't think nothing's wrong with the genocide of 25 million black babies. I can't be a part of a party that thinks that God is not to begin all and end all. And I cannot be a part of a Democratic Party that does not put God, family and country in their platform whatsoever. And I know I made the right choice. So that's what made me become a, a Republican a Tea Party first, and then a Republican. And then that's when I pulled that chair out and said, I want to sit down and see what's going on. And I want to run for state representative seat. So my first time around, I ran against the fourth most powerful person in the state of Georgia. Two weeks in, my son was shot point blank at a Domino's table. And no one said a word because it was a snitch code in the black community. And that's when I said enough is enough. Enough of the church burnings, enough of our schools burning, enough of the indoctrination. It's time for me to stand up. And I just laced up my tennis shoes because I hate rocking heels. And I just kept on stepping. Yeah. And boy, you have created a platform uh, that's incredible that you do this three nights a week. Tell people what you do and tell them the name of your show and what you do. And you you have such a faithful following. I'm watching on the chat how people are just just going nuts. My show and it was me and my husband when I was one thing you don't know, uh, Gary, is that I was homeless, literally homeless four years ago and was going through a lot of dark times with my ex-husband. So when Dave came into my life, he was just here for a business partner making T-shirts. So he came over to the house on one of my darkest days and actually a week before my life changed. And he said, I see you doing 10 city tour. I said, excuse you, who, me? He said, yeah. He said, why are you so angry? 
So when he said attend city tour, because I had got I gave up hope because I thought I had hit rock bottom all over again. That's how you know you can always start over in life if you got another day. So when he did that, he said, you know what? You already do a show. He said, let me help you. I don't know what I'm going to do. He said, but I want to help. So not only did we build this business, we built our friendship. And then I got married to the first white man I ever in my life because I never dated one before. Love doesn't mean anything and it surpasses all colors. So when we did that, we decided to name it The Real News with Lucretia Hughes because I take receipts and articles from all around the world. And if it goes against what we stand for as being conservatives and Republicans, I'm going hard in the paint on that article and especially on politicians. So it's called The Real News with Lucretia Hughes. I do it Monday through Friday at five to seven. And then I come back on at nine o'clock. And my platform and show is interactive. So I have conversations with people in the chat rooms and I learn why they learn and they learn why I learn. And that's how it's been for 1,005 shows. And that's what I'm going to continue doing because I love it. I, I actually, and I finally got my press pass. I have a national press pass. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And and the show is a show on fire, everybody. She's going to tell you at the end of this interview how to get it. But now tell people, since we've told them what the problem is and we've told them your background, tell them how do we save America? What can <laughs> they do? What can each individual do to make this country better? And I know it starts as you would say, as a grassroots activist from the bottom up. It starts like this. You've been watching the school boards. Get up, get out, and do something. Have you been seeing people on the side of the roads in front of these genocide place, and I call them Planned Parenthood, all the way to the Tuskegee experiment? If you've seen that, get out there and do what you got to do. It takes you to stand up because as long as his my analogy, I always say you can swat away one bee. But when a whole hive come your way, either you're going to stand down, run away, or you're going to start paying attention to what's going on. The only way the American uh, citizens can get out there and save this nation, find a valuable, viable candidate and push them hard. There's someone that is at 80, 20, because you're not going to agree 100 percent with any man or woman. But as long as they're 80 percent of what you stand up for, then you stand beside them. Don't get behind nobody no more. You grown. You stand beside them. You hold their feet to the fire. And if that you can't find that person, then you are American citizen. You get up and run for politics. You get up and you make your voice known. You get up and you call your representatives and you go and do what you have to do. It takes the backbone of the American citizens because they're not going to get out there and knock on doors and talk to people. They're not going to do any of this. So they are already banking on their lackeys. Trust me, this is what they call us. I've been walking around the halls of Congress for three years advocating for our Second Amendment and they leave their doors their doors wide open, which means it echoes down the hall. So hearing our, our legislators calling us regular American people lackeys just made me fire up even more. So if people really knew what they said behind closed doors, if they really knew how much that we was hated and the only person that was interceding in the midst for us was um, Trump, who God appointed, then that would really make them mad, get them to get up and do something because we're all individual citizens that makes this union and we are a sovereign nation. We are a constitutional republic, not a democracy. Yes, yes, indeed. And since you brought up Trump, please tell them why you love Donald Trump, and you know a phony when you see a phony. You Please tell them 
about Trump as it applies to how you feel about him and how much do you talk about the fact that he's not in the White House when he should be? Oh, I'm okay then. <laughs> Me with Trump lifestyle of the rich and famous. That's the first time I even know who Trump was sitting as a little girl with around my family, my nine brothers and sisters, and we all just had one television. And I'm sitting here like, oh, oh my God, mama, is that a gold? Is that real gold? She said, yeah, honey, that's Trump. You don't know about him. You might want to watch him. The dude has been consistent all his life for the love that he has for America from being, and even I don't care if his daddy gave him 1 million, 4 million or $10 million. He flipped that like we should be flipping our own cash and money and stocks and bonds. So not only did he did that all his life, what he did for people that we don't know, help people pay their homes, do this, do he's always had that caring spirit and he's always been America first. So you know what, since they always run America like a business and a corporation, Anyway, didn't you get the best negotiator up there to do the job? And look what happened. Look what happened in America. We was finally no longer the ATM of the world. We was energy dependent. We had HB, the historical black colleges, not groveling to the federal government anymore. People across the board was coming up in prosperity and success. And now everybody is looking like Venezuela everywhere you go. When you have someone that loves America more than you, then you need to lockstep with that person. Because when it says two or more get together in his name, all things can change and all things are possible to know that this man in front of us, I witnessed myself, gave his life over to the one and true only a living king, then I knew he was the right man for me. And this cheating, the dominion and the rest of it, I don't care. I don't care what anybody got to say. We, my husband and me, decided in December of last year, has it went anywhere? No. We are one and two of 44 citizens of America that decided to petition the federal grand jury because we felt our uh, civil rights had been snatched away with this fraudulent election. That is how I feel. And now that people know exactly who he was and what he actually created for every household, then I know the second the second thoughts, they should have did it. The second doubts, they, they wish he was still up there. And I don't know what we can do to even change this around. Because right now we got uh, China Joe, Sleepy um, Her, and then the son who just made $375,000 on crayon drawings. I, I need to figure out what, what's going on in America now. How did we allow the most unethical and immoral people to make these laws to put a knee in our neck? Yeah, well, the key here, and I know you know what I'm about to say, God, because when we are down and out, and when you know and call on the name of the one true God through Jesus Christ, you know, he'll save our land because this country was founded on Judeo-Christian values. The, the founding fathers were the ones who, through the auspices of God, created the only free country that's ever been created free in the world. So uh, I truly believe God is not going to give up on us because, as you said, you got more than two standing and praying to save this it's land. Awesome. I realize this in the Bible, it also plain, plainly state, whoever shall turn their back on Israel, I will turn their back on uh, my back on them. That's exactly what the Democratic Party has already did. When you look at Israel, look at what happened with France and the Biden administration. So expecting them to stand up uh, for our strongest allies is not going to happen with this administration. First, it's not Joe Biden. It's the West execs that are taking control of our federal government. You can look at it all the way to Jen Psaki to Cohen 
to all the rest of them. They came from one corporation called the West Execs that was founded in 2017. So when you have in those type of criminal activities that are going on at the federal level, what do you think is going to happen down here and happen to our allies? So instead of them targeting those um, those let's go ahead, felons that are up there right now, they're looking at grandma who has $600 or spending $600 and not looking at somebody that said, hey, if you don't lock this man up, then I'm going to take that $1 billion back. I have a problem with that. You should. And I'm telling you, so does God. Because again, remember, this is very important to understand. He's judging his people. He knows what the bad people, he knows what the people that are against him are about. But as long as there's faithful, as long as there are the faithful, the Gideons and the Joshua's and the Caleb's and the Moses and the Noah's. He'll come through for us eventually. And that's what's going to turn this around. There's going to be a hammer, Lucretia, sooner or later, and it's going to fall because evil does not get to win this battle. And that's what I'm I truly believe. Exactly for what it is. It's, that's why I say it right now. I'm over the, the partisan politics. It's no longer Democrats versus Republicans. This is good versus evil because you, you do have some Democrats that do not go lock and step. They don't believe in genocide. Look at the one Democrat that was last week when they passed, when they tried to pass that unethical murder bill of slaughtering babies hours before they're born on the altar of bail. It was one Democrat that stood up and said, no, I am not going to vote for something like this. So if we have those type of people in a Democratic Party that is uh, standing up for the unborn, that's standing up for God, that's standing up against the ungodliness, they are in our fold too. So all this Democrats versus Republicans is still two wings of the same bird. We need to figure out those people from within and join hands with them. Look what happened with Black Lives Matter and uh, the MAGA movement. They band together and marched in um, New York State just against the, the vaccine mandates. So if those people can get together and go against everything that lamestream media has said that we're supposed to be arguing about, even um, the, the Hollyweird and all the rest of the powers that be, if we can get come together and throw away, away our uh, differences, we can save this nation. That's the only way that I can see how. Yeah, you're you're right about that. I I do have to say though about the Democrats, you, we have to understand one thing about their voting. They do vote in lockstep. See what happens is there'll be a Joe Manchin or somebody that on a bill that's going to pass anyway will say, "Oh, I'm against it. I'm against it." But when they need their vote, every time they need Joe Manchin's vote, he's going to buckle because they all, and we've discussed this before, they never jump ship. They do not go against party lines. When they need to vote, they'll take them in the back room and slap them around or blackmail them or whatever they do, but they get their votes. And that and that's one of the reasons that they've had such, such their power base has been able to accomplish what it accomplishes is because nobody bucks the party line. We're all over the place. We, we, we've got to get it right, as you said. And uh, go ahead. In. Too many fractions in the Republican Party. They think this is a clique. I keep telling them everywhere I go, this is not a clique for me. This is not a social club for me. This is my reality in life. So I, I, I don't want to sit at the table with these people anymore. I would rather sit at the table with the people without voices. The ones that they put, they always are abusing every election cycle or giving some kind of rah-rah speech. I want the real deal grassroots people to rise up and take their rightful place back and their voices back. That is need. That's, that's what needs to happen because those 17 Republicans that decided to jump ship and vote on this, that tells me you, you, you are a traitor to our party and I, I don't have anything good to say about these people. 
I hear what you're saying, and that's exactly what Donna Trump, Donald Trump, and Donna Trump, Donald Trump, and MAGA proved. They, they, he sifted these people out to, to where we find out who the rhinos are, who the establishment Republicans are, and who are really against God, family, country, constitution. Lucretia, I really appreciate you coming on. Tell people how they can reach you and anything that you would like to promote, including how to get your show. Okay, y'all make sure tonight you can look it up on Anchor FM. There's so many. Just look on social media and type my name in. It's Lucretia Hughes or The Real News with Lucretia Hughes. And Benny, uh, uh, Gary, Benford, I forgot to tell you this. I am now on Auto Media, which is uh, Roku, Firestick, and Amazon. And we are in 1,600 different um places around America in the urban communities. So it's reaching and it's reaching out there for anybody that actually wants to see me or hear me or even join my family, because I don't call people followers, their family, because most of these people have stayed with me from day one. You want to join our family? Then you come to my show from five to seven, jump into the chat room, but we are troll hunters. So if you come there trying to bring the rain, we're going to bring the pain. And that is from five to seven and nine o'clock. You know, you're one of a kind and, you know, you're saying, well, should I this, should I that? Just be you because that's what makes you special. I really appreciate you coming on. And one more thing, y'all can't see this, but we do shirts, T-shirts and hats. And the one I have on right now says we the people told you so. Well, we are. Gary is. And we're going to continue to tell you so. So y'all make sure y'all also get to our Etsy store. And that is Fall Back USA. There you have it. Lucretia Hughes bringing the heat as always, kicking butt and taking names with the truth, a truth seeker and a truth teller. Lucretia, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank y'all. You have a great one. If you missed it, roll back the show a little bit and check out Sean Farish's impersonation of President Trump. But that's what he does for for fun. Sean Farish is a conservative activist, the founder of the Loud Majority, which is a Long Island-based grassroots organization that can assemble large crowds. They look to empower communities through various means of outreach, which includes going door-to-door, supporting small businesses. One of his mottos is, the best place to start is in your own backyard. And he has quite a story about how he got started Because just like me, he just got involved and wait till you hear where he is now. I'm bringing back to the show, Sean Farish. How are you, Sean? I'm good, Gary. Uh, um, Everything's uh, hopefully my my Wi-Fi was acting up, so I hope you hear me okay. But uh, that's that's it. That's accurate. And uh, I'm doing well. We're we're. We're rolling out here. We're getting ready for local elections now. And, uh, you know, the DA, DA's race, we got a couple of county legislator races going on. We're getting ready to start feeling out some school board candidates. So there's a lot that's going on here. We're working around the clock. Literally, we're working around the clock. I fell asleep in this studio last night, woke up at 2 a.m. and drove home because it just caught up, you know, and it's happening to everyone. We're, we're all working really hard. The whole team is. And uh, and we're excited to keep fighting because if, you know, if we take the foot off the gas for, for one second, that's all the left needs. And they'll capitalize on that. You know, they say never let a crisis go to waste. They'll capitalize on that. And we don't want to give them any room to capitalize on. We don't want to give up any field position. We don't want to turn the ball over. Uh, so we're fighting. We're working around the clock. We're fighting hard. We just got done with a rally out to Montauk. We had a thousand plus vehicles on the road. Uh, it was a great, great day. And we got another one coming up on the 30th. You know, Halloween, 
Uh, we're doing a, a little rally there, collecting food for pets this time uh, uh, to help uh, our our needy pets. You know, pets. Uh, we know there's some homeless veterans that have pets that we want to help feed, and uh, you know, pets in shelters. There's a shortage on everything, so the more we can do to help, the better. And we like to do that as well as rally and be loud for our causes. You know, it's it's important to us to show the community, despite the negative media that we may get, that we're here for the community. We're not just here for us. We're not just here for the cameras. We're not here for the retweets. We're not here for the likes. We're here to make a difference. And that's what we're trying to do. And and we are making a difference. You know, we just had a library race out here. Libra- I didn't even know they had races. Uh, Gary, <laughs> did you know they had library no, trustee races? No, So they have a... They had a library race out here, uh, and the, one of the people that were running was somebody who actually doesn't like us and harassed a small business out in Smithtown over a Trump flag. And we said, there's no way we're going to let this woman get involved with this library, especially when we found out that the library has a $16 million budget. Now, this woman couldn't keep her politics out of her lunch, right? I'm never eating pizza there again because of a Trump flag. How is she going to make rational decisions with $16 million, right? So we went out and we uh, we came on a live stream and we told everybody, go out and vote for three other candidates. And as a halfway through the day in Smithtown in the library's race, we got a call and they said, you know what, guys? They ran out of ballots. Uh, we brought out the most votes in the history of that election in Smithtown. We also were successful there with school boards back in May where we had record turnout as well. So there is something going on here in Long Island. There has been an awakening here in Long Island. And it has got the Democrats, it's got the left really, really scared. And the reason we know that is because they're coming out, they're calling us names. You know, they're calling me a racist. They're white supremacist. They're calling all of it. You know, everything that you've heard, they're using the same playbook over and over and over again. It's getting old. You know, you got to come up with a new one. And, uh, and you know, they're just going back to their same tactics. But we're fighting hard. And... Um, and we're not going to stop. You know, don't matter what they try to do, we're not going to stop. Yeah, and, and everybody, it's so important what you just heard Sean say about get involved locally, because this grassroots is is really the foundation of this nation. If we can just get our school boards, if we can just get the city council starting there. We can start to flip the script because he's about to tell you on the school boards, people on the school boards, they get to determine the curriculum of the school. This is why these schools are, 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 are have these Marxist curricula. So part of what Sean does, a big part of it, is doing community activism. Tell people how they can get involved in this because people will say, well, where do I start? What do I do? Well, where do I start? What do I do? Right. It's great. So so there are a lot of people back in the beginning when Smithtown was starting in May and we were getting ready to start campaigning for school board elections. And there were a lot of people who said, hey, look, you know, I don't want to get involved in politics. It's not politics. It's a school board. Now, the left makes the school boards political. Right. They're the ones who come in. They push the same agendas that the big government Democrats push. Uh, They push this critical race theory. They push all that. Right. So the left is the ones that are bringing politics in. You know, they're having Black Lives Matter clubs and social justice clubs and all that. And we looked at it and said, look, education should just be education. It's it's simple. Black and white education. Learn, uh, learn how to think and how to critically think, not what to think or what to think about or what lens to think about things through. Right. You know, they and now we look at this as a curriculum and a framework here in New York State. There's three. All right. Number one is called diversity, equity and inclusion. 
Number two is called culturally responsible, a uh, culturally responsive and sustaining education. And number three is called social emotional learning. They are all the exact same thing. If you read these frame, and they're all of they're, all of that is available online. NYSED, you could Google it, look up CRS NYSED or uh, DEI, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, NYSED. And if you see social emotional learning and you see a familiar name that's tied to that, you may find out that that name is Panorama Education because Panorama Education is the company that the Attorney General's son-in-law, Alexander Tanner, runs. And, and if you know the Attorney General, Gary, I know you know this, the Attorney General came out and said to the FBI, hey, look, we got to make sure that these parents at the school boards, right. you know, they gotta, mm -hmm. they're behaving like domestic terrorists. Imagine that. Now, why right. do you think that is? Could it be because they're speaking out against his son-in-law's company, right? They yeah. don't even know Panorama, but they're speaking out against what his son-in-law's company is providing to these districts. We have here on Long Island a massive, massive connection between BOCES, between their trainings that they teach the administrators in the schools, panorama education and critical race theory. It's all the same. So how do we get involved? What do we do? Go to your school board meetings. And when I say go, please don't go and erupt and go crazy. You're going to lose that way. And then AG Garland is going to come out and say, see, this is why we need the FBI. What you want to do is you want to go you want to meet other people in your community, other parents, other residents who want to help. Form your own little committee and start to FOIL, Freedom of Information Act, those school districts and your district, your paperwork, FOIL all of that. Get the documents, comb through the documents. We had eight slides that I was sent by an insider who's taking one of these classes. And it took us four and a half hours to go through those eight slides. Okay, but we did the homework and now we've got so much information just about this one program in BOCES. When all these other districts start to foil and get information on who's getting paid what and what trainings they're going to and all of that, this is a game over scenario. And, it, and anybody can do it because before loud majority was a thing and, and all of us on the team can say this. We were nothing. We were nobody. Right. We were nobody. There was nothing happening. Long Island was 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 just going about life as usual, and then all of a sudden there were rallies with flags all over the place, and then there was an election, and it didn't go the way we wanted. And everyone said, well, what do we do now? Well, we're not just going to stop because Trump didn't, didn't win, quote-unquote, the election, right? We're going to keep going. We're going to push harder. We're going to keep fighting. We're going to make sure that we win the next election. And that's what we've done. And these people here on Long Island are still, and upstate New York too, I just got off the phone with them, 45 minutes on the phone with them last night, an upstate group. They are fired up. There is something going on right now in New York State. I can't explain it. This has never happened before. Okay, people have been active. There's been committees. But there is, now there's a level of coordination. Now there's a level of communication that has never happened in the history of this state before when it comes to Republican or conservative politics that is now happening. And it's not just because of us. A lot of it's because of us. Long Island is because of us. We got everybody up going and, and, and that's what happened. Don't get me wrong. There were groups before that were doing things. But the energy is here. We've infused this energy. We've infused the new attitude. We've empowered and emboldened conservatives and patriots here on Long Island to say, you know what, F this. I'm not afraid to say that I love America. I'm not afraid to say I stand for the flag when I repeat and recite the Pledge of Allegiance every morning. I'm not afraid to say I love the national anthem. And they, they were people here in Long Island that were afraid to do that. How, how, how scary is that? That you're afraid to say you love your own country? 
right? So now that's what's happening down here. That energy has started to translate upstate. And these people up there, they're nuts. They're going crazy in a good way. They're, they're, they're rallying. They're pulling three to 400 people every weekend up there. We were up there a couple months ago, a thousand people out in front of the Capitol building in Albany, sending a message to Kathy Cuomo in a dress, Hochul, right? It's, it, this, is, this is something that has never happened in the history of this state before on the conservative side. We've seen the left take over all the institutions. We are either gonna take those institutions back or we're just gonna build better institutions and replace them. Because there is no in-between. There is no compromising with communists. There is no negotiating with, they say terrorists, I'll call them that. These people are horrible people. And we're not negotiating or compromising with them. I will not reach across the aisle to a leftist who wants to, you know, the, the, the rich have to pay their fair share, like Bernie Sanders said. The rich pay their fair share. There is a tax code already in place. Leave us alone. Let the market decide who the strong is. The market will decide who survives, and that's how it happens. Build back sure. better. You're looking at inflation right now, small businesses that are closing forever. Inflation right now that is out of control, right? How do we fight back? Well, we're not going to, we can't rely on government. Government sucks. They're inept. So we have to take it into our own hands and civil disobedience and the civil process, a civil process, civic engagement. Right. But nonviolent, nonviolent demonstration, civil demonstration, because you don't want to give them any ammunition to say, look, these people are dangerous. Right. The, the day between January 5th and January 7th. Right. They use that all the time. Right. February 30th, I call them. They use that all the time to say this is why we can't trust them. Nonsense. Nonsense. That's a misrepresentation of what the majority of these patriot movements and these patriot groups are across the country. We have done more for needy communities and people in need here on Long Island than almost any other representatives in this state have done combined. Right. When we I went to New York City last year, we brought food into AOC's district. We did more for that district in three hours than she has done her entire time in Congress. Right now, look at that. And you tell us that we're racist, that we're terrorists, that we're all this. Why? Because so, we're helping? Yes, they don't want the people to help the people. They want the government to help the people so that the people feel indebted and, and, and uh, uh, they feel like they owe government their vote. But that's not what we want. That's not how this country was founded. And that's not how we want to see this country go. And that's what we're looking to fight to stop and prevent and, and turn around. Sean, you, you know, you nailed it to the wall there. And... You know, I really appreciate you coming on, but I know a lot of people are probably listening and saying, yeah, well, he's got he's got activism in his genes and he's been doing this for a long period of time. Please tell people your background, because I think they'll be surprised when they realize you're just a normal, everyday guy that just like me decided to suddenly get involved. Yeah, I mean, I'm just a, I'm just a dude, right? I'm, I'm I, I literally when we. And I came up with the first idea for the rally. I was laying down in bed and I went, you know what? I'm just going to post this and see what happens. And all of a sudden, everybody wanted to put flags on their cars and drive from one point to another. And it was great. Activism in my genes. I, we Literally, Loud Majority has been around for a year. One year. That's it. And what we've done over the course of a year has never been done over the course of a year before. Yeah. This campaign, this campaign has, uh, ha or our, our movement has united groups and brought together groups that we have always had a hard time reaching as conservatives, right? The suburban mother has been a demographic of, of, of voters 
and of, of citizens and constituents that Republicans and conservatives have had a hard time reaching because, you know, conservatives are cold and kind of, you know, whatever. They, they, they brand us a certain way. We're grumpy and stuck and stiff and all this stuff. These mothers with the kids, right, that, that they don't want the kids to have to take a vaccine or they don't want them to go to school in mass or they don't want them to have uh, critical race theory jammed down their throats. These mothers are pissed off. They are really upset. And I'll tell you right now, uh, Heather, one of the co-founders, she always says she goes, I am more afraid of these mothers than I am of Antifa. It's true. You don't want to piss off these moms. Okay, they'll come for you and they won't think twice. You never, you know, when they say that you see the little bear cub in the woods, mama mm -hmm. bear is somewhere around, leave that thing alone. And I'm the same way. And I'm not really, I want to say I'm fearful of these moms, but I'm going to say this. Adults can fight amongst adults. Politics can happen in the adult arena. Leave the kids the hell out of it. But nothing, nothing is off limits to the left. Nothing. All right. Including Thomas Jefferson. Nothing is off limits to the left. They took Thomas Jefferson. They're taking his statue down in City Hall in New York City. Thomas freaking Jefferson, Gary. Mm. Right? TJ, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Nope. That's racist, they say, because he owns slaves. That's racist. So, the, so, so all of the ideas that would apply to society now, all men and women are created equal. How is that racist? That we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Where is the – why? Because he was – a slave owner, that means that his policies are inherently racist? No, of course not. Of course not. So they're taking down his, nothing is off limits. They're campaigning in churches now, Stacey Abrams, Kamala Harris. Nothing is off limits to the left. Well, we're going to have to fight back fire with fire. Bongino says this all the time. I listen to him all the time. The new rules are in effect. And the new rules are the old rules are out the window. We don't have to take this high road anymore. We still have to be civil. We don't do violence, but we win, you lose. That's it. Those are the new rules, and we have to play by those rules. We have to win. We have to be focused on winning, not focused on making nice with the left in hopes that they don't come after us, right? Ask that. Ask how well that happened. Ask Nicki Minaj. How'd that work out for you? She was a vocal supporter of Joe Biden, and she's not allowed on Twitter. Why? Because she chooses not to get the vaccine. So there you go. You want to be? You want to be? Yeah. You want to be nice to the left, hoping they're not going to eat you? No. They're still going to eat you. They're just not going to eat you today. They may eat you tomorrow instead. Oh, well, what good is that going to do you? You're still going to get torn up. Hey, Sean, you've nailed it to the wall. Sean Farish, known as Captain Deplorable. Thank you for coming on. Please tell people how they can reach you. And you know you're always welcome to come back on the show. Well, you can find me personally at Twitter at Sean, S-H-A-W-N underscore Farish. Or follow my group. Uh, Long Island Loud Majority at LI Loud Majority. You can go to Instagram at Loud Majority. You go to Facebook, Long Island Loud Majority. You can find me by just by searching for my name. It's I'm the only person in the country with this name, so it's easy to find me. But S H A W N F A R A S H. But follow the group. You'll see all the stuff that we're doing there. Follow us there because we want to take this to every state, okay? Not just New York. We don't just want to be Long Island Loud Majority. We want to be the loud majority of the United States. No more silent majority. That's it. We want to we want to make sure that everyone knows that there are more of us than there are of them. And if we do, since we do outnumber them, we need to act like it. And that's what we're looking to do. There you Official have it. Officialloudmajority.com too, Gary. Sorry. Officialloudmajority.com, loudmajorityus.com. Go to the website, sign up for the newsletter as well. Thank you. There you have it, Mr. Sean Farish. And what he is doing in New York you can do in your own state. We have to take this country back one heart at a time, one vote at a time. But it won't happen if we don't start.
please, everybody, get involved. I want to thank my guests, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, Mike Lindell, John DeLemme, Lucretia Hughes, and Sean Farish for making passionate pleas to us, we the people, to get involved in taking back our country. They delivered truth in megadoses, laid it out from A to Z. The rest is up to us. These patriots gave us what they would love to share on mainstream media outlets. Do you see them there? I most definitely consider it a blessing that they indelibly etched their messages here. So I hope you'll share it on your social media outlets and with people in your circles of influence. Well, that's it, folks. Hope you had a great time listening. The next podcast will air on Tuesday, November 2nd, Election Day for some, when we'll delve into the topic, God and Government, Do Religion and Politics Mix, with Pastor Jack Hibbs, Bishop E.W. Jackson, Star Parker, Virginia Prodon, Nick Searcy, and Dr. Steve Turley. This podcast is available for download at RadioInfluence.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hope you'll subscribe to it, leave a rating and a review, and be sure to tell your friends about the show. So until the next episode, this is your host, Gary Benford, saying God bless you, God bless your families, and God bless America.